What's up guys and welcome back, it's your boy Sean and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. It is episode 70 and I am here with Jamal and Amir. How are you guys doing today? Good. Can't complain. Can't complain. I'm not going to ask Jamal if anything crazy happened because he's not going to share. Amir, anything you want to share with the community, or you just ready to hop in this Something week? Something crazy always happens in my life. Am I willing to share it? No. Absolutely no. not. I don't know. So you're like, why you mess up? Because <laughs> you built the suspense on this shit where people want to know. You're like, oh, Hell some no. shit definitely no happened. Shit. No. <laughs> no, don't. I, I, if it's too personal, y'all want to have to find my shit on TMZ. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> That's where y'all going to find all the dirt. But until then... I'm going to leave out in suspense. Say less. So, without further ado, uh, compared to last week, pretty light week. So, we're just going to make this a good uh, hour and a half, two hours, hopefully. Uh, as you guys seen the title, ask us some questions. If you want to, maybe nothing too personal, because we won't divulge that much. But maybe. Depends on the question. Hit that follow button and let's jump right on follow. in. Uh, so, the to kind of jump right on in, we have that uh, a new season of Black Mirror is officially underway in a production. Uh, quick thoughts on that. If you guys understand the whole Black Mirror series and what they actually try to do with like putting a literal camera mirror, for lack of a better term, in front of you in society as to what is happening. If you think about the last five years I think was the last season about it's been a while it's been a while a lot of shit has happened in the world so what do you guys have to say about that can you think of any things that they might possibly make an episode for mm. first of all let's be clear black, not black entrepreneur that's us black <laughs> mirror black mirror I'm a very hard person to make uncomfortable mm-hmm. very hard they get right to the point. That shit makes me uncomfortable. So I'm extremely interested to see where they take it. A lot of shit has happened in the past five years. Not only did uh, we have a president that was off his fucking rockers. Yes, we did. But we also had a pandemic. Yes, we did. Where we had a president that was off his fucking rockers. Yes, we did. And then now we have a president that's in a rocker. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, and so I definitely think it's going to be an interesting season, uh, season of Black Mirror. I'm looking forward to it. I am going to be the first, one of the first people to watch it. Yeah. I like Black Mirror because I don't have to go back to see what's happening. Yeah. Every episode is different, and I look forward to TV shows like that. I hate when people take a pause, like one year, two years, and then drops another season, because now you're doubling up. I got to figure out what the fuck happened on season four, yeah. just to watch season five. And it's a waste of my time. It's too episodic with most TV shows where you have to remember everything that happened from from prior episodes and seasons where Black Mirror, every episode is its own little contained story, a movie for a certain whatever you want to put into it. Jamal, do you can you think of anything that might that it might want to put an episode in? What's your thoughts on this? Um, Are you looking forward to Black Mirror? Uh (laughs) damn, not really. Too much. It was, it was too much. That series is too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest thing they're gonna do is it has to be disinformation. Like that's the one thing that we're trying to figure out how to police disinformation. Mm-hmm. But in a in a country that's all about free Freedom speech, speech, how do you police speech. lies? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do it. You really can't. You just gotta really just put out the truth and hope that combats the lies. But the lies are 
better than the truth sometimes. What does uh, Charlemagne say all the time on the breakfast yeah. club? Uh, who, who, who cares about the, the, truth. the truth when and the lies are more entertaining? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the lies are always going to be more entertaining. Um, yeah. Because it's it's like, how mm-hmm. could... It can't be that we're actually getting the truth. And that's what's weird about being a human in this existence. It's like, what do I believe and what don't I believe? And what I would rather believe is always going to be more interesting than what the truth is. Because yes. the truth really is, we out here. Like, yeah, there's some things like... Um, social inequality and you know different things that I don't really want to touch on too deep um, but as far as like the conspiracies I do believe that there are some but do I believe that there are as many as people want them to be no yeah. and if there is cool we might not ever know about it but I'm not going to sit here and wrap my brain about it yeah so I'm a big Black Mirror fan I mean if you think about just the title all the Black Mirrors I mean, if you just look in this room, how much Black Mirrors do you see? The wow. computer, laptop, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone. Cell phone. That's a TV that's TV. not connected yet. That's yeah. a Peloton that's computer. Yeah. That's eight Black Mirrors. So that's what they literally do is hold the mirror to you because that's what we're staring at. Like, I'm looking at a Black Mirror right now. So it's going to hold that direct mirror in front of us as a society as to all the bullshit that's been happening over the last five years or so, right? So, we, like you said, you mentioned a few, uh, the president, the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, we got Metaverse now, so they're probably going to do something in the form of, like, Ready Player One. Uh, you have uh, crypto and NFTs that went crazy, so they're probably going to do something with that connected to yeah, the Metaverse. This shit, Twitch and Discord. Uh, Twitch and Discord, we're going to touch on them uh, a little bit later. That's definitely going to be a topic in society. We got commercial spaceships going to space now. Uh, we got the first uh, alien debriefing, UFO debrief, uh, debriefing from the Senate or the Congress, whoever is hosting it. They're having their first discussion with the military about UFOs. First, first in over 50 years, supposedly. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that happened that I am willing to, like you said, I'm there day one and I'm binging. The, the whole thing. It's Absolutely. a very bingeable series because every episode, you're like, it can't get any worse than that, can we? Yes. And then you're always like, oh shit, this is what we're going through right now. Oh shit, like the last one where Angle was uh, talking a lot about was um, the Anthony Mackie one where he was, him and his friend was like connected in the game and they were like hooking up in the game with each other. One was a guy. That like, was one. a crazy and, episode. And now we got the metaverse. That's true. <laughs> so I was like, and I do believe people are able to fall in love in those fictional ass. Yes, you can. I mean, people is. fell fell in love in chat rooms in the early days. Er, when AOL first AOL chat, it really is gonna put the mirror to society. Uh, we got war in Ukraine and everything. So it's like we're on the, on the cost of war, war three, as they say. So it's like there's a lot of stories. That they could pull from, mm-hmm. and I am here for it on day one. Can't wait for it to drop. Uh, while we're on t- uh, television, have you guys watched anything interesting over the last couple of weeks or days that you guys want to share? Um, I've been watching that. What's that show? We run the city. Yeah, we run the Baltimore. city. Yeah, about the Baltimore. Um, it's like it shows the policing. What led up to the Freddie Gray shit? And how corrupt it was, yeah. and then it shows after 
what happened with the Freddie Gray shit and how police officers were under a microscope, but the shit was still corrupt as fuck. Gotcha. Great acting. Um, John Bethel, Punisher, Walking Dead. He's the main character. Character. Um, and the lady from um, what's that? Sh- uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Lovecraft Country is in it. Still gotta watch that show. So it's really good. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Um, I I've literally been on this um kick. I have this TikTok where I'm literally cutting out all bullshit. America Love 92, follow me. <laughs> um, but I haven't been watching TV because that's my goal, um, to not actually engulf myself into things that waste time um, because I'm trying to be rich and you know I feel like that's the fastest route. But I did finish Umbrella Academy. I did drink a like a edible, like some Panani oh, Punch. Oh, that shit is coming out again. Yeah, I drank some Panani Punch and fucked around and watched the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy, and that shit was actually amazing. Like, the last season that I just watched, it was dope, and I like how they always have this narrative, like, the world's gonna fucking end, and yeah. y'all gotta figure out how to fix it. Hmm. And it's always Vanya. Like, I stopped Vanya in the middle of, of, I stopped maybe, like, after episode three and episode one, it's season one. Oh, no, you Gotta keep going. Yeah, you gotta keep going. Because I gotta start from the beginning. Yeah, and season two actually explains who, what, when, where, and why. And then it also touches a little bit on race because in order to stop the apocalypse, they had to travel back in time, and they all landed when like whites, uh, white only, uh, coloreds only, that yeah. type of atmosphere. Yeah. And they were like struggling. Like the black character, she was just like, "What the fuck?" Like this is what I know society is going to be, and this is what society is now. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm an activist and she gets fucked up. Everybody gets fucked up. So. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing, but <laughs> yeah. it's definitely worth it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to add, I'm going to, well, it's already on my queue, but I guess we'll just have to go back and really. You haven't watched season two? I haven't watched, finished season one. What? Yeah, it just didn't grab my attention. Me, like, me that's either thing, until this year. That's the thing with me. It's like, I know you keep saying you got to give it to four episodes, but it's like, it's very hard for me to give up. Four, because to me it's kind of like a timing thing. Yeah. If I give up four hours or whatever, how long it is, it's like if I don't like it, I could have used that time for something else. You could have. So like my time with like when I'm picking out shows, I'm very picky. I want to make sure it's something that I'm gonna like. Uh, for me right now, I me mean, was talking about it outside. Is Barry? That's my show right now. It already got. Uh, it already got renewed for season three, and season two isn't even done yet. And it is just good. I won't spoil it. He's basically like an assassin who's trying to get out the game and doing it by acting. And, <laughs> and I won't explain it. It's super funny and it's super serious at the same time. Definitely worth the watch on HBO. You know what? I gotta shout a plug out because if I don't, I'm really excited for this shit. Go for it. Uh, Kenobi. Kenobi. Yeah. What's that? With Star Wars? I'm about to say. Oh! Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. His series drops this week. Uh, I think it drops Friday, maybe? What? Today? Tomorrow's the 23rd? Yeah. It might be Friday. Friday. At the end of the month. Yeah, Friday. So, it's exciting. It fills the gap in of when he disappeared and uh, Darth Vader becomes fucking Darth Vader. Gotcha. So I, so where I'm at with the movies, I can still necessarily watch that because I watched oh, the yeah. trilogies. I didn't watch like... Did you watch Ro- the first... You watched the first trilogy? I watched all shit. the trilogies. Oh, you're dead. You're so dead. Yeah, I don't need to watch like Rogue One to watch no, that. No, no, no. That's Because yeah. that's connected that's to the first throw, two stories. Those, the Rogue One is a throw-off yeah. and all those other series out there are throw-offs. Gotcha. And this was connected to the trilogies, not the tr- throw-offs. Yes, to the Got trilogy. it. So I could watch that. Yeah, now, I- now that you have your time, the, the three sets, yeah. 
you can watch anyone you want and you'll be able to, to, connect, to connect it where gotcha. it falls. Star Wars place. is the most boring show ever put on film. I will disagree with you there. I would have said that like two years ago. I would have said it two years ago too. But I finally watched the series at the beginning of the pandemic and it was a really good trilogy. It's from a it. good trilogy. I watched from episode what is it, three, four, five. Yeah. Then I did the one, two, three, and yeah. then I went to the new one, the yeah. six, seven, if eight. You, if you start, no, no, that's the seven, eight, nine. If you understand what it takes to be a Jedi, I think the first time you were interested in what what a Jedi was when you heard uh, XV. Yes, and he had the song. He had the song Jedi Knight, Jedi. and I was like, yeah. I don't know what Jedi the fuck he's talking about. But to, be, <laughs> but to be a Jedi Knight, you have to push everything above self. Like yeah. self doesn't matter. Your wants, your needs. Your family, you have to cut your family off, no no love, no desire. Basically like a monk. Yes. 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 A monk. But the the dark side is completely over that. You attain power, like Jedi's attain power and just want to push society forward. Forward. There's people like that in real life. But the dark side is saying... Anything I want, I can get get, and I can help. I can help society, but I'm going to help it the way I see fit. Like, Jedi's will have to make a cut. <laughs> oh, my bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the libations flowing in Yeah, here. y'all got to do it a little bit better and I'll cut it off the whole camera. Gotta put, I gotta put, I'm, I'm trying to get, get the libations flowing. But, um, yeah, so that's the thing. And then you find out that in the last series, the last series, that being a Jedi isn't perfect. Yeah. There's a gray for There's blood. a gray area, and there's also a gray Jedi that feels like you should be able to tap into live to in tap between. into both. Yeah, you should be able to live in the gray. Live in the gray, and you should. And that's that's how I, I do how I look at life now. In you life, in real life, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. not when, when we even you could put it to politics like one side, one side. The extremes are never that. You have to meet somewhere in the middle just to push shit forward. Yeah. You can't be on one side too much. Yeah. You can't be on the other side too much. And that's like real life politics too. Yeah, that's real life politics. We have the far left, we have the far right, Right. and nothing gets fucking done anymore. Nothing gets done. (laughs) That's real life. You have to be a fucking moderate (laughs) to at least keep this thing moving. Because you have to understand both sides. And when you understand both sides, then you're able to make a conscious decision on what's the best way forward. Like, you can't be too right. And you can't be too left. And that's what I realized. Live in the gray. Are you hey, live in the gray? Gotta live I, in the gray. ASAP said uh, he's watching Snowfall I, and Atlanta. I was going to bring that up. So I hear, did you guys watch Snowfall by chance? So, I have not watched so, the last season of Snowfall. So let me explain okay, my so, Snowfall hate before we go, before, get into this. Before I give my, let me, can I have a, it's not complete hate, but I was like. I have a Snowfall hate. Season one Snowfall First hate. off, cheers everybody. Chat. Of course. Of course. The spill was bound to happen. Yeah, real quick, for it stays. Get that up. Your quick. mouse is going to be fucked for like the next 15 oh minutes. God. Oh, God, Jamal. Oh. I can't You're feeling these shots. Take the shots. All right. So, okay, I'll give you a hate on Atlanta. And, not Atlanta. Uh, Snowfall. Uh, uh, so, Snowfall. So, I was watching Snowfall yeah. season one, and it was amazing. I mean, he's getting breaks. He's getting breaks from fucking uh, uh, middle uh, Middle Eastern dude. I be bust, busting it down with the Mexicans. But it's when his homeboy started hating. It was like, I'm gonna give the oh, recipe shit. to the Mexicans. Man. That's when I was like. I can't watch this hater ass shit. I'm sorry. That's and I just so that's where you stopped. Season one. Yeah. Damn. I can't watch no hater 
bro. It, it burns me up inside. Burns. Well, let's say they dealt with that nigga real quick. They did. I know they. Uh, what I I but, don't know that. A snake. Oh, they do. Yeah, they try to. All right, so without spoiling, they try to stop him. Spoiler alert for like season one of fucking Snowfall, like season five. I won't get like a big spoiler just for what you're talking about. Yeah. The next episode, while he's trying to give that recipe over to the niggas, yeah. Franklin and what's his name, Catron, try to stop him. They're yeah. like, "Yo, don't do it, man. You're gonna ruin our business." Yeah. And then Franklin shoots him in the leg, cause then the. Uh, one of the Mexican gangs were trying to shoot somebody too. Yeah. So the cops were already in the area. Mm. So he Frank was like, we see the cops like, stop, stop, stop. You're going to fuck everything up. Yeah. He didn't stop. He was going to get the recipe over. He shot him in the leg and then everyone ran because the cops were there. Yeah. The cops got uh, the, the guy who was going to give the recipe over and ended up <laughs> dying in the hospital. Oh. So his friends ended up dying by mistake again. He shot him in the leg but it hit the vein. Mm. So Franklin killed his friend by mistake. Mm. And then they grow from that. From that. I can see that. It, it, listen, see, what was the last season? Season five? five? Yeah. Was it the greatest season? I'll put that on that. Because, like, you stopped when I've been yeah. through the whole yeah. thing. I'm caught up to this shit now. Where you at, Mir? I'm at the last thing I remember specifically is his shorty becoming a fucking crackhead. That's like season two. I don't know what season. That's like that season is. two. There's more seasons up. Yo, that's shorty five. was a fucking that's, crack. That's uh, that's Leon, his right hand man's girl, became a no, crackhead. No, no, no. Not Franklin's. Franklin's. Oh no, that's like season three. Yes. Yeah, that's like season three. Yes. Good Miss Goody Two Shoes. Yeah. Her father got killed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. By Franklin. Killed that nigga. Spoiler Because he was he was a, he was a, he was a liability. Yeah. And he knew Shorty, too much. Shorty literally saw some evidence that Franklin was there at the time of the murder, and then decided to do crack. Yeah. So here's my breakdown about the two shows. Uh, Snowfall is good. The last season didn't get good until like the final episode. Mm-hmm. The last the ninth episode before the final episode was kind of like a filler arc in like a Naruto season. Oh, it was just like, Naruto and you could so tell long. because like the previous seasons so took like years in between coming out, like two years. Season four finished and they got this one out within the year. Yeah. So it was like the writers was like rushed clearly mm-hmm. because the story wasn't that good. It did, nothing got pushed forward until. The final two episodes. And sometimes you need that for that season just to fill in some gaps, and then next season they're gonna be filled. Like that's what power does. You do that shit, and the next uh, thing you know, you have a whole season full of mm-hmm. crazy shit. Yeah, but uh, so essentially, Snowfall kind of slowed down a bit. I really appreciate it. Thank you for real. Player, player, player. thank you, thank you. Uh, but Snowfall last season, it kind of in, in show business they call that jumping the shark. Where you kind of do like the peak of your story, mm-hmm. and then you don't really know what to do after that. Right. So that's what they say. Like this last season was for Snowfall. They like jumped the shark, trying to figure out what to do after that. But next yeah. season should be raw because the story that they set up was Franklin versus his family members, essentially. Yeah, I saw that. Boy, like his uncle I saw that too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so shit. catch the fuck up. Yeah. Because it's gonna get up. real. Yeah. Next season. Because it's fucking <laughs> uncle, his uncle and his auntie? Yes. His uncle's a boy. They don't fucking yes. play. Jerome. Jerome. So I'm going to teach a boy how to squabble. <laughs> yes. Yeah, someone teach a boy. I saw that on the fucking YouTube. I was like, someone teach a boy how to squabble.
Chicago. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, nah. So that shit was real. So that's well, basically next season. This, so his auntie went behind him to the plug and so let's cut out Franklin completely and you deal with me. Yeah, so that's how it ended. He's basically. not having that shit. Was him like, we're going to war. But the reason why I like Franklin <laughs> is because it, the story is based upon him introducing crack yes. to yeah. California. Yes. Period. Pure niggas crack. is looking for his Pure. recipe. Like, mm-hmm. how are you having these niggas coming to you like this? Yeah. yeah. Because he was the first nigga to learn how to cook crack. And he yeah. learned from this nigga who Abby. No, no, he learned from the nigga from um from North Southside. From Southside? I, I thought like, it was the North Side. I feel side. like it was like Sacramento no, or something. I don't think it was no, Sacramento. It was San Diego. San Diego, yeah. but that's still North no, of LA. South, no, it's Southside. It's south, it's south of San Diego. San Diego. I thought San Diego was LA. Does anybody in the driver. chat know? Oh, maybe. Does anybody know? <laughs> Either way, <laughs> he learned the recipe from somewhere and made that shit into a multi-million dollar business in the he California area. He learned it from a nigga from San Diego, so, took it back to the city, and, and then started busting it down. Blew it up. So, my hate for Atlanta. Have you guys watched the newest season? I saw yeah. one episode of Atlanta. Um, I seen the one where fucking the nigga from Take It. We, that was last. That was last week with yeah. the with the cancel club. Yes, with the cancel club. It was the cancel club. Yeah. So my overall thing for Atlanta this season is like, yeah, it's their final season or whatever. So clearly it was like they turned it from an episodic thing where it was about Vern and the group. Uh-huh. Being a rapper and trying to get a deal, and once he got the deal, he's supposed to be touring. This he's is what touring the, now. He's New touring York overseas, tour. yes, but this whole season uh-huh. is mainly about four episodes where it's actually about them. Yeah. And the other six is like uh, anthology episodes where it's just like a deeper message on it. So is it about people in Europe? No. So it goes back to Only America? four episodes. So what are the other episodes that are in So the last episode that was actually pretty good is called, it was called like uh, Rich Wigger, uh, White Wigger, some shit yeah. like that, right? So essentially, this one had nothing to do with these guys either, yeah. but essentially uh, it was a white guy who was raised by a black parent. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was actually an episode that Kevin Samuels was in both after he died. Oh, yeah. uh, essentially... Uh, he's a black, a white kid raised by a white father his whole life, so he thinks he's black, or he, he doesn't act black, but he, like, knows, like, alright, I know, like, the black lingo, I know the black culture, my dad's black, right? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get into a college, uh, Arizona State with his girlfriend and his friends or whatever, uh-huh. but his black father doesn't believe in filling out FAFSA, taking out no loans, <laughs> and I can use my name for no credit, all that shit, all the typical black father shit that yeah. niggas ain't trying to do, right? So uh, eventually his girlfriend like leaves him or whatever because he can't get to Arizona State. So Kevin Samuel, he ends up at the school and he basically says, I'm giving uh, a full scholarship to all the black people. (laughs) (laughs) And then he basically had like a whole session where he was like, if you think you're black, Come and prove it to us in here. Damn. So that he has, he's raised by a black person his whole life. Yeah. Thinks he's black enough to understand. And then he goes, gets questioned by Kevin Samuel and his group. And they're like, you're not black enough. You know you're white. Why are you coming here? Basically, you know, calling him out for his shit. Yeah. Uh, and now is that episode. 
Uh, so it was like, and that was the best one of the season to me. It was very, it had nothing to do with the season. Yeah. But the message was about. So they mixed it. So they This one is not all about them. Only four episodes is about uh, Paperboy. But they did that with, what, what, how many seasons is it? What, this is season? Four? This season four. Something like season that. Season three was like that. It was all about, um, no, you know what I'm thinking about? You think of the Michelle? Yeah, I'm thinking of the Yeah, no. Because season, uh, season one was all about them. Season two was all about them. Because that's when Amigos three, showed up all about them. Season three was it. That's when Amigos showed up in season two. Uh, season three, that's when they started. The alligator Man. Yeah, that's when they started kind of. No, that was season two. That was season Amigos. two with the Alligator Man. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah. season three was when Paperboy got signed. I don't know. I think it's trajectories. I don't know because I remember I don't remember Migos, but I remember Alligator Man. That was same season. That was same season. I must yeah. not have finished that season was, two. That was season two for sure. Holy anyway, shit. basically the last final season because they're probably going to another platform. You know, like you me. know what I'm thinking? No, I think they're done with that shit. You know what I'm thinking no. about? I'm thinking about um freaking uh, Masters of None when it was about yeah. the two girls. Yeah, it wasn't. About I, I, I didn't watch that one. I stopped. I was like, wait. I watched all episodes. I was like, wait, Aziz is it in here? Yeah, he's not. He, uh, he was there. He's like probably executive producer, but, no, but no, it was in the vision he, of. He visits uh, his friend, because that's his best friend. Yeah, the black so, girl. Yeah, yeah, the black girl. So he goes and visits her with his girl, his new girl. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not here for this. That's when I stopped. I stopped like after episode one. I was like, I can't. I watched it because I love Masters of did the same? Did it keep the same stories and everything in there, or did they switch it up completely? They switched it up completely just because they were focusing on her life. Yeah, completely. Got it. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Um, next topic. That was just topic one, guys. That was fun. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The chat gonna have us piped up in this bitch for three hours. Chat, keep fucking with us. Keep fucking with us. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Uh, next question. Uh, topic. Disney Plus is to release a cheaper, lower price. Uh, ad model for subscriptions, but they won't take ad from politics, alcohol, or competitors. So you won't see a go watch Batman on HBO Max, for example. And they say there would be about four minutes of ad time for every hour that you're streaming because they know that ads take away from, from the your series. Exactly. It does. So what do you guys have to say about that? I'm paying for no ads. I, yeah, I pay for no ads. I mean, yes, yeah, that's not me. That's not me. I pay for it regardless. That was a short topic. <laughs> and, and look, when and when this, uh, whatever I'm signed up to, cast too much money where I consider having yeah. to watch ads. Yeah. I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Like, like I dare like Netflix. Netflix. I fucking Netflix, dare Netflix. If Netflix goes <laughs> up by three dollars, three more dollars, it's a wrap. Yo, it's a wrap. no, their their content is amazing. Not gonna lie, it's good, but no, is it it's good a, enough to watch it, ads. It's no, not amazing. We I can I can run off five shows that are just. Yeah. We, we, we spoke about that outside before we started recording. We said when Netflix hits, their cultural hits for the whole world to watch it. Exactly. I but, can give you five. But, they, just... but recently, that's been... Uh, the last thing they had was Squid Games. Yeah, no, but you... No, mm-hmm. that's not true. What's they, after Squid Games? They, just they have... Bunch of they have uh, Squid Games okay. was last year, so what's after that? Ozark. They have Ozark, that was, Squid uh, Games. That was, that was already... Pre, that's four seasons in, so I wouldn't even count. No, that. but I'm counting. Shit I'm talking about like new. But them shits are coming. 
We can't deny Ozark is over. No, 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 but yeah, Ozark is over. But they also have Stranger Things. Wait, they're not coming out with a new season of Ozark. Also, season. Yeah, it's over. I'm talking about like new, like yeah, Ozark is new, but I'm talking about like new something that just came out within that last year. Like nothing that doesn't have like four other seasons to build up the audience. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Exactly. The biggest thing since that was Squid Game. But they have. But for shit that has like audiences already, they do have numerous. They have numerous. You can say that. Yes. But newer content shit has been more missed than hits with them since Squid Game. Yes. Fair to say. Fair to say. Fair to say. I think fair to say. I know because I'm a I'm a Netflix addict. Like yeah. What are you watching this new? Netflix is my first shit. I can pull up my Netflix just because you know I I don't watch Netflix. I don't. Netflix is like my third choice when it comes. Streaming. But so I have I'm, when I start watching content though, I'm going back to Netflix. When I yeah. finally, my, I've been locked in on just Twitch. My, my thing with Netflix, and we I said this outside too, is that like it's almost paralysis by too many options. And so it's like there's too many things on there, so you're like skimming to make sure you're trying to find the best thing to occupy your time. And sometimes that can hurt them as well because for me, after like five minutes, I'm like, I'll go to HBO. That's true. Like, it's too much. Like, and I was saying this outside. Yeah, the algorithm is good with the 80%. They give you a percentage of how good it will match based off your current shit. But it's like, allow your algorithm to be even stronger to narrow down my searches so I'm not spending 30 minutes just adding shits to my queue and not actually watching anything. So I'm like, like, Richardson is fucking fire. Uh, The Lincoln Lawyer, I just started watching that shit. This thing is cold. This nigga's the crown. The crown is fucking amazing. Then you have all of us dead. Stay close. Like they have fucking inventing animals. They have. Amazing. They have fifty shows. I watched Elite. Elite. They got fine. shows. They got fifty shows. But now there's competition to where yes, their their original shit has to keep up to other people's original but, shit. But let but let's keep it real. If Netflix charges me any more fucking money, like that's too much. I they're at their, they're at their tipping point they're for a lot point. of people. Where yeah. if they raise it again, that's it. But I'm they, not paying over twenty are, bucks. Are also the league leaders. Let's not. They're the market. They do have the market. The market. Share. They're the market share. If you do something first, you're gonna get the market share. They're the market share. So they do have the market share, but there are other competitions out there. Disney's gonna take up a big market share. HBO mm-hmm. is slowly creeping up a lot of people's but number num- one. But they're number one. They're number one for right. a reason. Mm-hmm. But let's Gotta not the, let's not discredit uh, the, the other, other streaming you companies can't. that is you on can't. the rise now. Because when Kenobi comes up. That's Disney, OD. I'm on, I'm on that. <laughs> I'm on that. I was on Moon Knight too. That was surprising. Oh no, I've been watching Moon Knight as well. That, that was surprisingly really great. Only because it's so yeah, fucking weird. It took me a very long time. That's me. No. Oh, my shit didn't come through yet. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's one of you. Um. <laughs> That's your tip. Uh, United States Relax. National Women's Soccer announced that they have reached Relax. a historic deal. Uh, United States National Women's Soccer announced they have reached a historic deal, and both men and women's soccer will receive equal pay. Where's, Quick thoughts on that. Where is Polar? Equal pay, Polar? equal rights. Go women. I need a mod. 
<laughs> Jamal, what's your thoughts? I'm not trying to be canceled before I'm even on. So the only thing about this is me and Jamal kind of touched on this outside as well while we oh, was yeah. waiting for you, yeah. right? So it's good that they got the equal pay. They deserve yeah. it, right? Because they're, they're the more popular in the United States compared to the men's yep. national And they're more football. successful. They win more than the national men's soccer team club. does. Right, but on on the yeah. global scale, men's soccer is more popular. Than oh, we yeah. have like the Messi's and the Cristiano Ronaldo. You have the greatest of all. So time. it's like I understand, like yeah, they should because they win more than the men. So that's probably why those soccer players are. If you look at the most paid athletes, men's soccer are the top probably twenty. There's no, probably baseball. the most no. Paid. It's not baseball. Soccer. It's like LeBron is, and then there's two soccer players, like Messi and Ronaldo. Messi, Ronaldo. And then there's a couple other ones, but probably Mbappe and and, and there's a real. The top ten will always be like five soccer's. Yes. You then you have like two baseballs and then and like two basketballs and, and one random. And until you go out of the country, we actually pulled up the list. These niggas are out. like kings and gods on the, in their soil. Like, there's statues of these guys in fucking... Prophets. Portugal, there's... In, in Argentina, there's statues of them. Soccer players are... And, and, and it's... I think it's well-deserved. Fair enough. It's well-deserved. So here is... Well, you know... Here soccer. is the Forbes list of the highest... Christian earning three. athletes for 2022. Neymar, four. Soccer uh, Messi, 130 million. Soccer. LeBron, 121 million. Basketball. Cristiano Ronaldo, 115 million. Soccer. Neymar goes by one name only. Neymar. 95 million. That's shit. <laughs> Stephen Curry, 92.8. Kevin Durant, 92. Roger Federer, 90.7. Tennis. Canaldo Alvarez, 90.7. Tom Brady, 83.9 and Giannis on to come to but whatever. <laughs> they didn't even put his number there. That's so fucked up. So it's underneath that, but it's too, much, it's too much letters. We couldn't put We didn't have enough characters, nigga. Our shit has to be a line. <laughs> it has to be a line. <laughs> we We're not going past that end. Crazy. But but that is the list that you currently have for athletes. Yeah. And like what, three out of the ten was fucking Actually, basketball's up there though. Basketball's up because hey, you know what? I was, I was looking at that list. I was like, it said twenty twenty two, and this year isn't over yet. So maybe that's, that's as of right now. now. Yeah, maybe there's a better. I should have I should have looked up twenty twenty one so you see the full year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm sure that'll be a little bit different, but yeah. no need to dig into that. Yeah, them soccer players are fucking goaded in their land, bro. You ever go meet a soccer player in London at a club? He is the rapper. You can have Drake he is a rapper. and fucking the hottest soccer player in the Premier League at the same club. And they're going to shut him down. And you, <laughs> it'll be a competition, bro. The hottest artist in the world and the soccer player of that region. It's That's just, actually dope, though. It is. Just about playing the sport. I mean, soccer is the, um, it's the world sport. Yeah. It's not in America, but... Everywhere else, if you America's favorite is baseball, but nationally it's soccer. It's soccer. Globally, globally. Excuse me. Globally. Okay, let me face that up. Nah, she's enough. Let's see. Next topic. 
But congrats for the women. They've been fighting for that for like a couple no, of years. No, they should now. get it though because the women are more They win. If you win, you get paid. You win. And you're the most popular. It's not like WNBA where a lot of people don't tap in. Like a lot of sponsors don't sponsor them and so but soccer is a totally different beast. Like women's soccer is just as popular. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's keep it moving. Where we go from there's no ad advertisement. They don't. No, they product place for women's soccer. Though. They do. Yeah, I will honestly say that. Uh, TikTok is launching a creator editing tool, and let me pull up the article so I can break down what that means. Uh, starting today, well, this was as of like two days ago. TikTok is launching creator crediting tool to let users easily tag and attribute the original source of content they shared or updated. Uh, users sharing a new video based on another content can follow a quick few steps to tag the OG content in the caption. TikToks will also prompt users as they post to credit original creators and will launch a pop-up explaining the importance of a- attribution. Attribution, yeah. Word, whatever that word is. Uh, it says the company wants to create a culture of credit. So what do you guys have to say about that? I mean... Okay, so I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible because this shit's been happening since the beginning of time when it comes to black culture. Um, but we are the culture. Yep. That's a fact. Yep. Um, we are pop culture, and most things that we do, whether it's singing, dancing, rapping, um, act, whatever the case anything may be. Anything viral like, probably anything starts viral, with us. It starts with us. Even stoplights and fucking different type of recipes and shit, it started with us. So with that being said, like we're used to other ethnicities. I'm not going to call any specific ethnicity out. Yeah. Whoa. But um, our ideas get stolen frequently, and for some reason, the content creators who steal our ideas, who aren't a part of our culture, they usually get more credit and more money and more recognition. Um, because it's actually surprising that they're doing the trend in the first place. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's a dance or a rap or whatever. You know, you can have this blank chick you know doing a hip-hop dance and she gets 3.5 million views but the content creator only has a hundred thousand you know because she just was like oh that's a cute dance i'm gonna learn it and because we think that blank people can't dance people don't want to click like because it's trendy and shit. yeah they're edgy they're edgy for their culture Whoa. um <clears throat> where was i going with this Keep going. they're edgy for the culture i think i'm done i think you're done <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think it's good. You have to credit the people that uh, originated, originated yeah. the culture. But like you said in the article, they said there you could already do it. Amir already came and told yeah. us that you can do it. You can tag the person that started the dance. But are you going to? Are, are they going, going to? No, they want to seem not. like they created the trend, yeah. especially if you have more followers, which is statistically proven that yeah. other cultures have way more of a following based upon other people's content, but you want to seem as if you're creating the the trend yourself. Yeah. And so it's funny because people or are super viral, early to it. Or super early, but people will start accrediting them. Because they have more followers. Because they have more followers and their videos popping up more. So it's just like I've I've been trying to do this TikTok shit for a while. Consistency is key. I'm not that consistent. But I am seeing a culture of people literally calling creators out like, you know this is my shit, you took this shit, you have 35 million fucking views, I'ma need for you to goddamn give me some credit, and people aren't really giving the credit. There are some people who are sympathetic, 
to the cause and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that I made you feel this way. I'm going to tag you from this point forward. But that doesn't negate the fact that you're going to get more views because for some reason, y'all get more views. Yeah. I don't think it's the algorithm choosing one race over another. I just think that out of the amount of people that are using the app, it's normal for us to be within our culture. Yeah. It's abnormal for them to be cool and within our culture. Like, I'm seeing TikTok dancers that's not of African-American We're descent. known to set and the I'm trends. And I'm like, yo, yeah, we set the trends. We, we set the trends. And I'm in. looking at these people dance, and I'm like, yo, they're <laughs> dancing. Like, they, like, when did they learn how to dance? Yeah. When did they learn how to have rhythm like this? Crazy. And so I give them motherfuckers a mic just because I can't believe they can even coordinate the shit. Yeah. Crazy. And so do other black people. Like, we're surprised. That's why y'all get so many likes. Whoa. We're surprised. I'm a little aggressive. I'm a little aggressive today. I'm feeling a little spicy. <laughs> a little spicy. A little spicy. Uh, the way I feel about this is great that they put up the ability to tag the originator of it. Right? Mm-hmm. But also goes down to what Amir said. Are they going to do it? No, nine times out of ten, not. probably not. Now, if uh, they put some copyright infringements yeah, in that exactly. bitch, and it was like you, like say for instance, what was that game? Um, where they was teabagging motherfuckers. What's that game? Far, far, come on now, Call of Duty? No, it's a game where they just like uh, they began like dance moves and shit while they're playing the dance, game. Dance Fortnite? Revolution. Fortnite. Oh, okay. Fortnite. Fortnite, oh, yeah. they sued some uh, a yeah. rapper oh, sued for the, the dance, dance because yeah, yeah, yeah. they literally their characters are doing the dance that this nigga invented, mm-hmm. and they're making way more money off the dance than the actual originator of the dance. That should True. never be the case. True. Like American, yeah, but the colonizers man. came and they made sure that everything was theirs before yeah. we was even able to get a piece of it. And now they're monetizing all the shit that they have before us, but we can't monetize the shit that we have before them. Mm. How does that even make sense? I was just at Stone Mountain, and we already know what happened Stone Mountain to that Stone case because they sued them for that. They sued them. The Bobby yeah. Murder dance. Yeah. Hot nigga. Yeah. Uh, for the dances, right? Yeah. yeah they sued for the I'll look it up for next week, and I'll uh, bring that up because there was a lot of rappers who did have their dances on that game. Yeah. I think they might have sued, and they got they some. They might have lost though. I don't know. I gotta because look into you can't, it. you can't sue for. Because it all depends on. I forgot which dance was the first one that they was that, but it all depends on who was the first person to actually make the dance. And they had a dance that they actually tracked down to the original first person. It wasn't the person that posted the shit. So, yeah. uh, interesting topic: copyright ownership. All that is until that. But so. y'all should be willing to give us ownership since y'all are used to stealing it. But anyways. Let's that part. Uh, we actually watched this video outside before he came in here today. Rapper Bishop Nuru. Uh, he is a rapper, upcoming rapper, and he appears to take heroin for the first time in a music video. Uh, and he, it was weird. I don't want to watch that again, but I will post it in here for you guys. Still uh, wanted to see someone take dog food. Dog food. Yeah, so it, it, it was weird. So I'm not going to play it for us again. But what do you guys have to say about this artist that appeared to take heroin for a music video? I was personally triggered. Like, I had um, a substance abuse father who actually did certain things. So when I see people playing with their life like that, like, you don't know where that shit can take you. Like, yeah. you can literally 
take some shit on some playboy while you out here clout chasing. Like you can you can do all types of shit to chase clout. You can be ahead. You can do whatever you want to do, but you're sitting here intravanally doing heroin as if you don't know the consequences yeah. of that shit. Like, Did you post that video? There's, yeah, yeah, it's in there. there there's, there's fucking... Um, Chat, look at the video. There's ads and shit saying, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Not even once. Same thing with meth. So there's certain shit, shit that you just don't do. So in my personal experience, it's just like, I know for a fact that one crack pipe turned look my dad out. Look at the so video. So that one click heroin shit, you're going to lose your clout. You're going to lose your followers. You're going to lose everything that you thought you was getting because you're trying to show off for your viewers and shit. And all he did was literally be like throwing up and just sleep, not and all. So I will clarify, he claims he was recording it for uh, scientific purposes to document the, uh, what do you say, the short-term symptoms of Heroin. Yeah, we right. saw him in the video. He threw up a bunch of times. He was just laying up in bed, See? trying to like not. He had like the cover on, trying to stay warm or whatever. You can see the effects like pretty quick. Pretty quick. Pretty. Well, it, quick. Didn't even, it didn't even look fun. Like, so why would you? Like, I, I, okay, so I can see if you were just like, I'm doing this to show people that this isn't the fun type of time that y'all think it is. But he played with his own life. That's yeah. my problem. Like, and I don't play with my fucking I you, do play with my life, but not like that. Yeah, you said it best outside, because heroin is one of those drugs where people say not even once. What if he just fucked up his whole music career because now he's gonna be chasing that high? That high. Uh-oh, someone's comparing this to weed. So I I do not agree with that because yeah. we're talking about hard drugs versus plants that grew. And we just happened to light the bitch on fire. Yeah, we lit the bitch on fire <laughs> and now we lit. Like I know for a fact that I've I've stopped smoking weed plenty of times. Like I've been smoking weed since I was 17 years old. And in my 30th year, I've stopped smoking like at three, four months at a time, depending on how busy I am. But I can tell you, like, weed doesn't make me throw up. Weed doesn't make me beat my beat people. Like, it's literally something that if I get too high, I go to sleep. I go to sleep. <laughs> I take you a nap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with this particular conversation. But no, it doesn't yeah, I don't think you compare it to. Let's be honest. Like, I think weed is probably an answer to get people off this hardship. Probably, like, yeah. Like, I've I've known a lady that was. A coke addict, hard. And she used weed to cut cut weed. No, to cut coke. no, no. But she curved her shit to fucking diet coke. I was telling this nigga that the other day. So this was my twelfth grade anatomy teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day was a diet coke. I, you know, I fucked around in the class, went in her fridge, was gonna stack my diet coke. So I had a conversation with her, like. Yo, what's with you and this diet? But she's so like her her film was like she was so she shot so straight, it was real literally like, yeah, I use diet coke to curb uh my coke addiction. So every time she wanted some some coke, she just drank a bottle she of coke. Diet coke. Yeah. The caffeine hit was enough for her. It was enough for her. It's not even the caffeine hit. Like my it's grandmother just, was the same way. She was addicted to Coca Cola because she was in the era where they was putting cocaine coke in, in Coca Cola. So my grandmother literally like every time we would go to Sam's Club, she would buy five or six, twelve pack cases of canned coke. And I asked my grandmother like, why do you drink coke? And she literally was just like, it's Coca Cola. Like I'm addicted to that shit. And then as I got older, I realized when she first started drinking Coca-Cola, there was, actually there coke was cocaine in, in coke. it. Yeah. So she was addicted to cocaine because she was a coke addict. She didn't know she was a coke mm. addict. 
And then she became a coke addict and she was really heavyweight. She stopped drinking Coca-Cola, she lost a shit ton of weight, health issues subsided, all types of shit. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know how we got on the, the same topic of coke. No, no, we, we didn't. We were talking about heroin. We were talking about heroin. Dog. So we're going down. Yeah, we're like going down the rabbit hole, nigga. I'm just like, we went from heroin to weed to cocaine so, to Coca-Cola. What's this, prescription drugs now? What I will say about? this, right? Everything, if you have an addiction to anything, you have to curb it. You can't fucking just go cold turkey. Mm -hmm. I can't. Or you're good. No, you can't. Some people can, but it's a harder battle no, to go cold turkey than it is, it is to some curb it with are, something Yeah, else. some people can. I do it. I, and, I'm they, and, they're, and they're the one percent. Yeah. Yes. Because your body literally is saying, do that. Do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. I need it. Yeah. So if your body is doing that, your you body. To, it is. Your I mind, know, that's your okay. mind, your mind your is body. like, yeah. Because even working out, like niggas try and go straight, no carbs. Yeah. That's the fastest way to, to fucking get, can't wait. go crazy on carbs, nigga. Because as soon yeah. as your body car uh, wants it, your body's like, nope. Nope. No, I will not be satisfied. Please give bread, me some bread. Bread, <laughs> noodles, fucking something, Italian rice, food, something. rice. Like, the best way to do it is just to limit it. And if you can limit it, Moderate to it. curb it yep. to another drug. So that's the best way you could do drug De-escalate. De-escalate. Because weed, so is, you weed is probably one of the most melodramatic drugs that you can take. That's why a lot of people use weed as a substitute for a lot of other drugs. Of hard drugs. And that's the best and way to do it. And actually, Cupcake... Cupcake eight four zero seven. You actually have a point. Like some people are addictive by nature. Yes, I do feel like I have an addictive nature, but I also have this ideology to when it's like I'm stronger than my vice. Want, you see what I'm saying? So it's like I know I have an addictive nature. Like I can fall into some shit hard, depending on what the shit is, and I'm gonna have a good time doing it. But once I check myself and I'm like, oh shit, this is becoming a habit, then I'm strong enough as an individual. I'm not saying everybody's like me because yeah. I'm a different breed of nigga. But I'm able to look at myself and be like, this is causing me harm. I need to stop. And cold turkey is best for me. Because if I was to continue to do it in smaller doses or substitute that drug for something else, then I'm going to be doing that substitute for a longer time when I could just go oh, cold turkey, suffer the effects. Hit late. Yeah, <laughs> suffer the effects of people living. I'm still kind of sober after all that. No, I'm lit no, now. You're not. I'm lit now. I'm lit now. <laughs> I'm not sober. Cause you're not. I'm kidding. Cause I drink with you. I'm never sober. I'm <laughs> never sober. I will say this, and then we can leave. Cause you're going for the next topic. You have it. Yeah. Have the next topic. Right. Yeah. Cool. So, like we said, I think curbing addictions is the best way to get off addictions. I feel like just like how people are talking about um, safety addictions, like making. Making um, literally drug sites where people can get their use needles, clean needles, clean and everything. needles yeah. and shit, and probably just wean them off of that. Oh yeah, and people can wean Please. people off of that. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But, yeah, <laughs> <Right>. wean <laughs> people off of that. Like I'm, a, I'm fully off of. I'm fully onto letting people decide their own fate. Like. Cut making the shit illegal just fucks everything up. I'm saying you like make drugs illegal, but allow people 
that already have it in their mind, they're going to do it regardless of the consequences. Be as safe as possible. They have to be as safe as possible because they're going to do it regardless. And that shit is going to spread. You're going to have diseases like AIDS going rampant just off making sure in English. Ugh. Hepatitis going crazy. Just Syphilis. Nigga sure needles. So I'm saying if if you can have their addiction be their addiction and not spread it to the health of others of the population, yeah. You have to do that. And then that and gives a lot you of an opportunity to give them a safe space to make them change their change mind. Like, their you know, mind. like you're there, like you came to a center, the center gave you everything you needed for you to get what you needed to get done, done. But yeah. there are also resources there at that center. Like their primary goal is not to let you come there and get high. Their primary goal is to have a safe space for you to have your whatever the fuck you're going through. So you're making and then as you're decision. coming down, you can be like, yo, these are your options. Like you can leave yeah, or you can stay and these are the resources that will happen. Yes. 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 And if that is the way that public health was taken, I think then we would be a better I think that's the best way for public health. I know a lot of on the right don't like that shit. They think it's enabling. enabling. Yeah. But I feel like you guys have done the other side. Like police this shit hard. Yeah. Make sure it's hard for it doesn't niggas work. to get. And what do niggas do? They get it anyway. They're willing to share needles. They're willing to get needles out of fucking trash cans. They're willing to save needles so they can And be prohibition it never has worked. failed. Prohibition doesn't Prohibition builds breeds Criminals. It so, breeds period. criminals. It breeds and criminals. it breeds unsafe for the healthy population. So it's like you gotta just let those let them do make their choices in life and, and live with it. Cause they make it and make way. sure they can do it as safe as possible so it can save the person right. like us that is not fucking with none of that shit. Because if you make it too illegal, they're gonna attack the healthy population yeah. and it's gonna be our problem at the end of the day. Mm. I don't care if I have to pay a little bit more taxes to to let these niggas live. And then it they doesn't get off that you. shit. Exactly. And then you're saving money as a society because society like, too. like, would you rather go pick up a body in the middle of Atlanta somewhere, sleep on a fucking bench because they overdose? Or would you rather them be inside a facility to where they're not exposing themselves to other people? And, and if they was an overdose, they got Narcan yes. to help them out right with the there. situation yes. right there because you can tell this nigga's finna seize up. Even though they probably would give you an they're administered gonna... dose to where you're not gonna overdose. Yes. But it's just like, they're gonna have, to have make, it. There. They're gonna have to make hard choices to where they're gonna either safely do this shit. There's a way to safely do it that's already proven. Or we're just gonna be picking up bodies all over America. Which they're already doing. Which Even already rappers, doing. rappers and celebrities and shit were picking up your bodies too. I mean, we just had, what's his name? Low Keed or Young yeah. Keed? Yeah. He, yeah. he just died yeah. from. Lean. Yeah, and that's what that's what Cupcake was saying. People are out here drinking lean. I'm not glorifying lean drink because these niggas is drug addicts too. Yeah, yeah. Link, like, like Dolph, Moneybag Yo, Wayne, All that these shit. niggas be making music yeah. about how they're addicted to lean. But we don't know, maybe lean is their conduit to make the the content that we're looking for. Maybe that lean puts them into a vibe tomorrow and they're spitting the bars that we're looking for. So. Now, I have a question that has nothing to do about that topic. Sure. You just gave us the goodies. Is this supposed to help with the hangover? Is headaches, hangovers? Yes. They, goodies actually makes a hangover. We're not sponsored by them. They just make good shit. That but should taste amazing too. Their, their, their hangover, hangover joint. 
This uh, is not the hangover gym, so it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, man, it's a funny story. I used to think my dad. I ain't gonna say that. It's gonna be the take. It's gonna be no, rough. No, it's not gonna be rough. It's not gonna be rough. I promise you. You're gonna wake up like a baby. You never tried it before. You have to try it. You have to try it. Do it. But you have to do it. You're not selling this. I'm not. I'm not here to sell it. I'm here to to sell the truth. Jack, I'm here to sell y'all the truth. Do it. Regardless if you don't like it. Do it. Do it. See, car table. It's better than a... It's better than a... Okay. So relax. You've done worse. (laughs) All right, I guess. That was fun as hell for me. That's it. That's I would do that shit again. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. We're done. Yes, I would. If if it ever showed up again, I don't even know where to find (laughs) it. What are you talking about? I don't know. The silly mouth. No. (laughs) That was the only thing I won't do again. Oh, definitely. That's the only thing. Hold on, hold on. I did, and it was similar to it. Really? Yeah. That was, was really fun though. I was, yeah, I was laughing and shit, yeah. but I could handle it. That's you silly can, bullshit. You can handle I couldn't handle the silly pill either. That's, I couldn't yeah. handle that. I literally was at your house, and I was like, I'm going to go take a shower real quick. Yeah. I'm going to come back. Yeah. I was taking a shower, yeah. and I was like yeah. rubbing something yeah. my body, and my two hands turned into six. Do you remember? I and had I was like, like fucking sweater on. <laughs> and sunglasses. And a hat. hat. And you were just, like, just like this, laying down. I was like, you went to the full, like, I need a protection mode. Cause I couldn't stop laughing. It was heaven and hell though, because Clyde's room was like super That's bright. That's what I said. And That's why I kept Jamal's going room was like super dark. That's why I kept going between the rooms, cause my room kind of had the blackout curtains, and that it was, was just dark room. as fuck yeah. in there. So it was like hell. And then Clyde's room had the light curtains, so it was just sunlight. With the Bob Marley I, was like, ah! yeah. I was like, I'm gonna stay in here. His room was so, a fucking vibe. So before vibe. we leave, Cupcake said. Why not just get help instead of giving them paraphernalia? Sometimes the paraphernalia is the help. The clean paraphernalia. Yeah. It, yeah, because you're not transferring. Like, say, for instance, in the middle of the pandemic, COVID cases rose significantly, specifically because people were sharing intravenous needles. Right? And let's not just talk about COVID. We're talking about AIDS. We're talking about any type of disease that you can get. So we're technically saving them from something that they don't even know that they're exposing themselves to. Or even care because the addiction is so heavy that they're willing to use anything in order to fix yeah. the side effects that's going on with their body. Yeah. And you can't can't risk that. You can't, you can't risk, risk that. You gotta make them do it in a way that's safe. If they're going to do it they're anyway, going to they're do going it. to do it. Yes. So let's stop thinking that we can just pull enough drugs off the street because that's never happened. There's so yeah. much drugs. There's on the street. never happened where we could just get zero drugs on the street. Right. Niggas have to be fucking. I got like six plus. Yeah. And niggas can just go <laughs> fucking cold turkey. That's that that is a fucking crapshoot. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. There's not enough police. There's not enough border patrol. There's not enough nothing for that. And the police are corrupt too. So, the way you could do it is to make niggas do it safely. And yeah. that's it. That's the end of the conversation. She said, no. What <laughs> you think? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, let's go to the next topic because we've been, we've been here. Uh, New York Attorney General launches probe on Twitch and Discord. Uh, after the Buffalo shooting, and we can kind of connect that to the other topic we had about all the uh, shit about the the Buffalo shooting, about the shooter, about all the shit he did, uh, having like the 15 followers on Discord, having a 600-page manifesto on the Discord, 
uh, to 30 minutes before the actual shooting, uh, going online to get feedback and things like that. So, uh, what do you guys have to say? It kind of goes back into a conversation we had about a month ago about social media and other platforms having a responsibility uh, towards uh, acknowledging or knowing when some shit is in the works. Uh, this time, instead of Facebook from the uh, Brooklyn shooter, now we're looking at Twitch and Discord. What do you guys have to say about that? I'm still on that. Like, it's not up to private companies to police. It's up. It's not up to private <laughs> companies to <laughs> It's not up to private companies to police uh, their users. It's up to the police to police. This guy, I've learned earlier. Still think you're wrong. I mean, that's fine, but we've I've learned that this guy has been pulled like from his school. Like they literally came in and thought. I th- I think he had something else. And they pushed him through. The police were aware of him. The police went to his house and everything. So he was already on radar. He was already on the radar. Or should have been. He was already on the radar. The police knew. They 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 went to his house and said he wasn't a, a, a fucking... Risk. Risk. Yeah. But that's only because we have so many rights as Americans. Like, what, what, what race is he? He's white. Okay, anyways. That wasn't relevant at all. Um, But, I just mean... I feel, like, I feel like I'm a problem. Anyways, so <laughs> this is my this is my thing, right? I don't really care what you perceive as a risk in comparison to what's legally binding by the law, because I feel like that's how they went. They was like, okay, based upon the law, this is what we consider a risk, and this is what we consider not a risk. But he still ended up committing a crime that was to the detriment of people who didn't deserve it, right? Yes. So, in my particular opinion, like, I do believe that there are certain things like Polar. freedom. Polar! Hold on, I have a whole rap for this guy. Stop, let him finish his thought. Polar! Polar's in a motherfucking building. Can I, can, I, can I get a Polar though? No. Finish his thought. No. So, at the end of the day, this is how I feel about it. Like, I do understand that there are certain, like, rights that we have, but me personally, I'm one of those conservative middle people Whoa. that believe liberals. No, I'm like, I'm moderate. Sorry. Moderate, yeah. I'm moderate. But anyways, I feel like, you know, certain things should be revised when it no, comes to our bad. rights and the Constitution and it's archaic. Like, the document that we use to base our everyday society is archaic. So, the freedom of speech thing, I feel like should have parameters. I believe that if I Whoa. am a mere love and I say Whoa. I hate Black people, I oh. think that all black people should die. They should fucking sit That's your me first amendment right to get that shit off. And, 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 when, a, and when a church full of people die, it should work the same, but should, it's going to instantly be put on, keep an eye on this nigga list. No, go ahead. That's what it should happen. No, I, I really do believe so. Like, so say for instance, like, I'm sitting here saying all this evil, harmful things. Like, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you if if Amir Love in America was talking about, you know, offing a bunch of Caucasian people, I would be fucked. Like, they wouldn't let me out doing that past gold, psych ward, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there are certain people who are offered certain luxuries based upon their standing in society that I think is a harmful, dangerous rhetoric. And that's what they use to kind of defend themselves when the insurrection happened. They're like, okay, I can give my opinion about whatever the fuck, regardless if it's true or not. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
you were false and you built a narrative that literally almost had our government overthrown in 2022. Shit like that doesn't happen in modern day history. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not ignorant. I know that it can happen, but that shit almost Mm -hmm. happened in our existence. So with that being said, like, I definitely think there's some lines that should not be crossed. And if I'm over here saying the election's fake, I'm going to storm the Capitol, fuck this, fuck that, then they should look real hard into me because I may be the next Unabomber. Mm. Or I may be the next uh, whatever the, uh, elementary school shooter or church shooter, you know, going to go get McDonald's after I've been killed a bunch of black people. Yeah. That's just... So, you go because I'm on the social media side, shouldn't need to... Him? You're on his side? I said that for last I'm time. I'm the most radical nigga on the podcast. But I said, radical. I'm He's radical. radical, but I also said last time this came up with the Brooklyn so, shooter that social media has a responsibility to help so, stop this shit. So I will say this. We need to be very careful. Okay, I'm moderate. Go ahead. We need to be very careful what we say, right? Because after 9-11, they did this with the Patriots Act, right? Mm-hmm. The Patriots Act was able to go through phone records, eavesdropping, lit- phone calls, text messages, all that. We already know that. Mm-hmm. So, it's happening. what happens next when we do this? It's an extra Patriots Act, right? If so, that's do you ne- think that's needed? Yes. Yeah. He's like, shit, wasn't expecting that. Because <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not the one. I'm not I out think here it's needed. spreading, like, I'm because not out here spreading hate. I'm not you, out here spreading. But hate. just because you're a Muslim, think about and it. you look like a certain way, mm-hmm. you're going to be under investigation. But we weren't under investigation since 9 11. So it's what like, if we can change it to where it's fucking right radicals and their phones are tapped? And all crazy shit. But see, Would you be down with that? Absolutely. What are the fuck right are you Right wing conservatives? Let, nigga, tap everybody. Listen, shit. My thing about it is there's people on Cup both cake, sides. You're getting tapped. There's your right there, wing. There, she said it's a safe space. This is my thing about it, right? Safe there, space? There, there, there safe are, for you over there, there. There are liberals, liberals that are fucking over. out of pocket. There yeah. are conservatives no, that are fucking so. out of pocket. And at the end of the day, there needs to be checks and balances for both sides. I, like I said, I am a moderate. Like, I am conservative as fuck. And I'm also liberal as fuck. I'm probably more liberal than I am conservative. But I would like to play the moderate role. And at the end of the day, I definitely feel like I'm not spreading any rhetoric that would make a certain social sect or class or religion or gender or anything feel uncomfortable. We have to be. You see what I'm saying? And if I pose a threat and I'm talking about harming or killing or anything of an individual, then you I deserve need to, to I need a 48-hour okay, mental okay. psychiatric so, hold. So this conversation is deep, and I'm a little too whiskey to tequila e. Yeah, tequila <laughs> to to figure it out. But they just passed a bill um, in the Senate. For domestic terrorism, mm-hmm. it does not. It's not policing anything. It's just making an agency within an agency. It's 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 coordinating. It's like something underneath the NSA. No, no, no. It's coordinating every agency to have an office of domestic terrorism. Okay. So the so the Republican, the right side is saying, no, we're not voting for this, which doesn't matter because the House is so. Democratic at this time, yeah, which is gonna flip in the fall, supposedly. God willing, 
But we know you voted for Trump, Shorty. <laughs> yo, yo, Polar, mute her. <laughs> Polar, get her out of here. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's it's really really bad. So a lot of Dem- uh, Republicans were saying that just the speech at the, your local. Um, PSA meeting, mm-hmm. your uh, school meeting. Yeah. On on, te- you don't want to teach critical theory. You don't want to talk about the don't say gay bill, and you having a, a a reaction to the board wanting to push that type of rhetoric. Yeah. Will put you in that in that um framework to where the government is now watching your phone, watching your lines because you you're. You're showing a level of hate. So that's the conversation they're using. They're using... I don't mind the fucking government watching because I ain't going to do shit. And they're no, already so, watching. No, 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 but, they're, but, but they're saying the Patriot Act, which a lot of people have a problem with. Yeah, because they're, they're going to tap into your phone. They're saying shit. you're using this to police the right. Excuse me. But what... Like I said, there's I've, radicalism on both sides. So if... If, if what, what, what's radical on the left? Tell me are you kidding me? What are you talking about? What's radical? There are certain ideologies where people feel like, mm-hmm. and, 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 and to me, the left have a problem with their emotions, in my personal opinion. Well, what's because radical? Because they are, to me, radical. Is, is the left? You is feel the left so passionate about something that you're willing to do something that's outside of normal social right. standards right. that would potentially harm you're anybody right. that has an because opinion. Because I guess the left would be like the, that Dave Chappelle shit. That, yeah, is, exactly. that is some, that is, that, that, okay, and I've been studying this for very well. The left are very passionate. They're like, ah, women's rights, black, like they don't give a fuck. Like, like there are some people who are but literally they're just marching the street. They don't. They're not they don't, necessarily. They're like not there, are certain, the, there are certain give people. Give me a left shooter. Left, I don't know a left shooter. I I can't. I don't have a thesaurus of people who are on the left that are literally like so passionate about what they feel that they're willing to cause damage. Yeah. But I know it exists. Yeah. I Where? know it exists Where? because I've seen it. During seen it. I seen it during the then George Floyd protests. Then you can see. There it. are some people who wanted justice for black people so much that they were willing to destroy certain communities and shit because of how they felt internally. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like they're destroying their own community about how crazy that their emotions made them feel. You see what I'm saying? So that's how I feel. But there are also people who are conservative on the right that are like, if you don't work hard, fuck you. If you're homeless, this. If you're like, like the, the conservatives have their thing, the left have their thing. But at the end of the day, everybody should be moderated to a point where if you're talking about harming another individual, you should be looked into more thoroughly. Yes. Especially in the public eye. Because if you're doing it publicly, you know you can get caught. Yes. But you don't give a fuck. Because you're, you're choosing to build a brand and to make a statement and to rally your people, just like Donald Trump rallied his fucking troops for the January 6th insurrection to take place. Regardless, he should have been shut down. Because he literally almost overthrew a government single-handedly. So to bring it back full circle before we kind of run through all of our topics. Uh, I, back to these social media uh, conglomerates like uh, Twitch, uh, Discord, Facebook, and actual protection. Or the lack of them wanting to uh, actually put the work in to prevent these shits from happening. 
Like for example, bringing it back to the Buffalo shooter, he had a whole 600 page document on Discord and Discord didn't alert anyone. He had 15 people in a chat with him discussing it 30 minutes before he actually went on the shooting spree and nobody alerted anybody. So it's like things like that, where Jamal says he doesn't think the private company has anything to do with it. I completely disagree, where if the shit is on the platform, the platform should alert the authorities or whatever that shit is. Like, Trigger yo, guess be, on the, be on the fucking alert for That's this it. gentleman who just said ah. in this chat room Shoot. that he killed. Hey, we have 600 pages for this gentleman on our Discord page that says he might be looking to kill some black people in his neighborhood. Uh, Do you want the information? And their job as a, as a company would be over. They just gave the information over to the correct authorities who would take the information and look into the individual. I will I'll say That's that. all. I, I mean, I'm not. Is that too much to ask for I'm these not, multi-billion not, dollar I'm companies? Not, I'm not disagreeing with you, right? What I am disagreeing with is police need to fucking police. And they had this guy already in, under but he, investigation. He was and under investigation and all that it. shit. But yes, it also goes back to the to those companies. I feel like I feel like you're doing too much for private companies. I do not police. I'm not police. I just have a platform. I do believe right. we have first right amendments, obviously. But those words you say with your first uh, right amendments can trigger niggas looking into you. I believe, and I think I get what you're saying, Jamal. I believe you're right when you're talking about private companies. Like, it's not my job to police and open up FBI investigations. But as a private company, if you click their terms and service agreements and their terms and service agreements, never say. I, get I don't have to do this because our company is not looking at it. We don't know because we but never. As a private company, have I you read the terms and conditions? Have you read the terms? So we don't know what the I fuck is in that shit. So don't bring that fuck up, nigga. So don't bring that shit the fuck up, nigga. Think about it. Think about it. In my personal opinion, I do believe that private companies should work in conjunctions with law enforcement for certain trigger words. Like if you have a nigga saying bomb more than once or twice or kill or shoot or or murder like if you have a nigga just talking crazy and in, in, red flag and your shit you have to have a red flag put on your shit because not only are you talking crazy but you're talking crazy that can affect public good yes. i don't want to send my yeah. son to public school which he won't be going to but i don't want to send my son to public school or private school or any type of school to wherein i'm in fear that somebody's socially unintelligent child an emotionally unintelligent child decides that the bullying was enough to kill my son yeah. and his friends. I don't want that to happen. That's so if they're talking that shit on social media, like, oh my God, I hate, I hate, you know, uh, my classmates. I'm going to kill them all and shit like that. Like, if, if you Facebook picks that shit up, you need to contact local authorities. Like, here's this nigga's Facebook page. He said he was going to kill his classmates tomorrow. Maybe you should go pull up to his house and see if he has any weapons. Bang, bang, bang. And the judge should sign off on a warrant to search that nigga's premises and make sure that they are not able to cause that type of destruction. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about people going out into society and committing these acts after saying that they're going to do it. Nobody's doing anything about yeah. that. Fair enough. If you're saying that you're going to kill people, then you should be. Somebody alert. should know because you're someone should pull up on nigga, you. I literally can put my GPS on right now and it tell me you're going home. 
Yep. I, they told me I was coming to your house. When I opened up my Google Maps, it was like, it was oh, like 7 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock. You're going, going, going to Sean's house. So if you know I'm going to Sean's house, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about on social algorithms. media. Algorithms. And we on, talked now. about that last time. The algorithms have enough information in them to where if something comes up, they have they could you know. literally program them to be like, send that to the local authorities. If something looks like it's something that they're about to plan, send it to the authorities and let the authorities go and do what they have to do. That okay. way, it's not on the private company, but they have to. Work but in they did their due diligence and sending the information over to the place where they should go and follow up on that information they got. And that's, that's just moving society. Forward. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Nothing but um, peace, love, and positivity. Facts. And I don't really care what you. Believe in, to be I, I don't give a fuck what nobody believes in as long as you're not causing public harm. Yes. Facts. Yes. And that's, that's basically the bottom line. Do you? Do I'm you until you. public gets involved and then niggas needs to be involved? Because now you don't know how to control yourself. Yes. So let's see. We got a couple other quick topics in here. Uh, California has an electrical grid problem. Uh, California energy officials issued a sobering warning this month telling residents to brace for potential blackouts as the state's energy grid faces capacity constraints heading into the summer months. And since they're phasing out all gas-powered cars by 2035, there's even a bigger strain on the EV grid because all these EV cars need to be charged. So they're in a, a Cash 22 where they're phasing out gas cars but that's putting a strain on their electrical system. I'll say this. I have no sympathy. I say, uh, I'll say this. So I was listening to this interview with, because that was a big topic mm-hmm. coming into this week. Um, so I, I heard an official that deals with that. Okay. And he was saying that they should have the power to... To handle it? To handle it, but it's like when it's... A when little, it's a peak. What you know, but he was saying if... If it's touching the red line, then we have to let the public know that yeah. power this outage. Is, this is what might happen, <clears throat> right? Um, and they, California is one of the state for uh, alternative energies, mm-hmm. but there's so much shit going on with uh, um, their rivers going down the dam, yeah. not having enough water. Um, basically. What's the shit called? Fucking droughts, droughts and all that. Forest fire, wildfires, wildfires. Less uh, fuel, energy to run the shit. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a lot happening at the same time for California. So it's like a lot piled on. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, that's some shit that comes with being the leader in the country, right there. They have like enough in their money pot in their economy to be a whole other country, right? There, them alone is like number three in the whole entire yeah, like New York. world as far as like York. economy, right? No, yeah. and New York is like number, number two, two or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's like it makes sense for them to have these type of problems when they have to be the leaders for the whole country. So what's gonna happen here is that yeah, there's gonna be rolling blackouts for them eventually in the summer and things like that to be inconvenient for them. But as they fix all that and they phase out all their power cars, their system is going to be the image of what other states have to do 
to get rid of gas-powered cars to limit the CO2 emissions, all that stuff for global warming. So uh, California doing this now, they're basically taking the lumps for the country to figure out what needs to be done to eliminate gas-powered cars to lower our carbon emissions as a whole. So it's growing pains, it's shitties that they're gonna have to go through. I think they'll be okay with it. There's rolling blackouts, yeah, this shit's not fun, but you'll be okay. It's not like you're- I don't you're, think they're gonna hit a rolling blackout either. I just thought they- That's what they did for the past couple of years was rolling blackouts. I think they warned their people just in case, mm-hmm. but I think they should be able to handle that shit. And to be completely honest, like, I feel like when you live in a place like that, you have to suffer the consequences of your environment. Like, you know you're in a desert, so wildfires, whatever. You know you're in one of the most heavily populated places, high gas prices. Mm-hmm. You know for a fact that you're in one of the most heavily populated places, you're going to be using an immense amount of electricity and it may become a problem. Like, I wholeheartedly believe in finding a place in the United States that is kind of like Nirvana, where you don't have a lot of natural disasters, you don't have a lot of, you know, energy shortages and shit like that. And I believe that Georgia is one of those places because we don't really get hit with a bunch of wildfires, earthquakes, natural disasters. Like, we may have a tornado perfect here or there, but at the end of the day, like, we're in a perfect geological hurricane. We, have, we just get the wind and the rain. Just get the That's wind it. And, the rain. and not only that, Bruh, like we literally have spring, we have summer, we have winter, full season, we have fall. Like oh, I, no, I think tricky. they're kind of tricky, but I definitely think that as far as places go, this is probably one of the safest geographical it's locations probably, mm. in America as far as snow, rain, sunshine, tornadoes. Like, we don't have a tornado valley. Texas is still at like they get so the close hurricanes. To the ocean. Yeah, no, no, certain spots. And, and yeah. it's not even a good place because they decided to be Houston. outside of the national electric well, grid. They have their own so they have their grid. own grid. Oh, so yeah. it's hard for when they have blackouts for the rest of the nation to give them power because they decided yeah, to not be a part of that yeah, ecosystem. True, so it's like, I get it, but you as a human being have to make a choice for you and your family. Like, is is uh, Beverly Hills or wherever the fuck California the best place for you when that shit catches on fire every year or would you want to set a foundation somewhere that you know that your people are going to be safe? Now, I do know that some people have to work in California because that's where their job is and shit. But me personally, I wouldn't live there because number one, the there. air quality is fucking trash. Yeah, they got beaches. Yeah, they got mountains. Beaches. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. California is beautiful. Palm they have like four trees. or five different landscapes depending it's on the type expensive. of year. Hopefully enough niggas move out of there to work. Niggas <laughs> is moving out. They're moving to Texas and Atlanta for sure. And then I'm gonna move there. Yeah. And I'll be like, until your house catches on fire. Uh, eventually, yeah. Make sure you have, make sure you have, have uh, wildfire insurance. I won't live near fucking trees. Like just like that. if you need four, I'm you just gotta, gotta have live. Insurance. I'm just gonna live near palm trees. Palm trees are the fucking problem. No, that brown trees, shit that gets stuck into trees, the palm trees because palm fire. trees are high. You know palm trees, they don't have fucking leaves. No barks on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, but but when when they had that wildfire last week, they literally was like palm trees were catching on fire. Back to Bro, back to back, it, and it's not the palm trees, but look, it's the embers coming off the palm trees so that'll dry. fall into the ground or fall into somebody's ceiling and catch their shit on fire. So yeah, they're high up, 
But that brown shit that gets stuck in the middle of the If you look at it, it's not LA that catches on fire. It's outside. It's like Sun the Gondo. Shit with like the drier places. Pine trees and LA is still a desert. But yeah, I get it. Uh, next topic, uh, something more local. Georgia early voting number shatters previous records. What are you talking about? Uh, so we, Georgia early voting. No, him. Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, so basically, there's <laughs> been uh, and I quote: "Record early voting turnout is a testament to the security of the voting system and the hard work of the county mm-hmm. election officials." For Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Raffensperger. Uh, whatever. Uh, essentially, there has been 539,229,000 people who casted their ballots as of Tuesday, which far outpaced the 182,684,000 by this point in the 2018 uh, midterm election. Sheesh. So it basically five times that bitch. So I'll say this, right? Georgia is literally becoming the political capital of the world. Like, every party is here watching the races. It's literally, um, Republicans are here to see if, if um, Trump really runs the Republican Party, mm-hmm. which it seems like he doesn't. His, no. his down ballot is failing. Kemp is gonna be be the government, I mean, go against Stacey Abrams. It's which not, it's not Trump. Um, it's not Trump's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Raffensperger might literally be the incumbent against whoever the Democrats run against him. And then, like, switch ballot voters. So in Georgia, the voting system is different, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a Democratic voter, you get a Democratic card. If you're a Republican voter, you get a Republican card. But if you're a moderate, I mean, not a moderate, independent. but independent, you get to choose down ballot. So I there's, stay independent. So there's a big, so usually it's a 1% change between mm-hmm. parties to independent. Mm-hmm. This year it's a 7% change. Wow. So a lot of so niggas is voting. So a lot of Democrats have switched sides to vote for Kemp in the primary, vote for Raffensperger in the primary to say thank you for not falling into that Trump bullshit. Do you you think that uh, that ballot change, that there's a 7% change, you said, do you think that's because... It's the biggest. Do you think that people want to vote on more things that's not politically aligned through the party, so they want to... No, I think they want to thank them for standing on their morals and the law Mm -hmm. than just switching it up for Trump and trying to find votes or or putting it up. I think they want to say thank you because... This is this has never been happened. Yeah, it's usually a one percent change, like one percent vote change, mm-hmm. within parties. But you have a seven percent. That's a big. That's Trump a big factor. jump. That's a big jump. Yeah, from but people being also, independent and being able to vote and down then ballot. choosing yeah. a side. Yeah, choosing a side because you get the whole card. So you get Democrats, you get Republicans. So you're able to vote for Kemp. You're able to vote for the Democrats and the whatever, whatever, whatever. But then Stacey Abrams. And her campaign allowed for there to be more registered voters in Georgia than there ever has been in history. I think it's like 90 
something percent of eligible voters are actually registered, which yeah. is history-breaking. And that's what I was going to bring Based up, that the campaign. people of Georgia, they're ready for change. That's so much they're people ready. out there voting. Yeah. That it went from a red to a purple state. So shit is in the mix of change. I think that was bigger in 2020. I think you saw Stacey Abrams. She came out swinging. No, her. it was um her fair fight. They just literally posted up, sent mad text messages. Yeah. Um, posted up at colleges, got the young niggas invited, went to every canvassing. Got everyone registered that could be got registered. Everyone registered. That was the camp. That was her campaign. That was her niggas campaign. need to vote. I don't care who you vote for, but as vote. long as you have the right to vote, you should be able to have the right to vote. So they went to rural areas. They went to college campuses everywhere. And like I said. Out of all the eligible people that are able to vote, I think we have like, I don't want to overshoot, but I'll say about 97% of eligible voters are registered at this point in the state of Georgia. I think if we talked about that. Like 97, couple, 98. It was like 94, 93 around there. It was high 90, it was like low 90%. So that 7% change makes sense. Yeah. Because there's more people voting. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's. Very interesting. Record number. Democrats, Democrats are here watching, and Republicans are here watching. It's a battleground now. It's a battleground because there's literally Republicans that don't fuck with Trump, and they're here. The establishment Republicans are here. There's a couple of states that are watching. They're watching Philly. Philadelphia. Philly. Because yeah. that's uh, Dr. Oz. Dr. And, Oz, yeah. and then there's a, a moderate Republican. Not moderate, but he's... Um, He's like straight party Republican. Um, they're fighting for it. Ohio's interesting. Iowa's very interesting because yeah. that's a Republican state straight over. Um, Trump's pick loss in Iowa, that says something. Um, so Georgia is basically because you literally have someone that Trump put on his target yeah. to get this thing out of here. Yeah. And, he don't fuck and he he's doing anymore. and he's doing the best. He's killing that guy. And every exit poll, he's killing him. So it's like killing Purdue, and he's that's what's his. Uh, that's Trump's pick. Yeah, Trump so picked Purdue, and what's his name? Governor Brian Kemp. Yeah. And Purdue's brother used to be governor. Yes. Yeah, Sony, 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 Sony. Yeah, that was like and, when and I Purdue, first moved here. And Purdue used yeah, to. His name was and Purdue. Purdue used to be in the Senate, but what's his name? Took his socks. See, Warnock. No, not Warnock. Oh, um, the white boy. What's yep. his name? I forgot. I forgot. Fuck. But they, yeah, they're like together, seat. but no one remembers the white boy. His seat, his seat <laughs> isn't up for election. Uh, Warnock Warnock's is. is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting. But a couple of Trump's picks are going to be, um, they're going to pass the primaries and they're going to the big shit. The big shit is what you want to see, right? Ratio. Playboy, what's up? What does ratio mean? Yeah. <laughs> what's up, Flame? Uh, let's go into uh, the next topic here. Uh, Isaiah Lee, the attacker of Dave Chappelle. He speaks on why he attacked Dave Chappelle. Uh, and he also, uh, Isaiah Lee, he's an attacker who's uh, actually hit with an attempted murder charge for a previous case. Hey. Now, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna open up these two articles to kind of bring up what he says so we can have some feedback on it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first article is him uh, talking about why he attacked Dave Chappelle. 
Uh, and he said it because, uh, let's see. One second, this shit just went, went dead without dying. Oh, there we go. Then this jumped up to like 10 times the amount. You see this shit? This is like 15,000 pecs per minute. What the you fuck? Yeah. Uh, but it's like real quick. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, let's jump right into it. He says, uh, he attacked Dave Chappelle because he identifies as bisexual and he wanted him to know that he was triggered. He wanted him to know that next time he should consider running his material by people it would affect first. So that's why he says why he attacked Dave Chappelle. And here is the article about him being charged for attempted uh, murder for a previous case, which is the more interesting to me. He's not even trans and he's complaining. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. He was charged for attempted murder for a previous case where uh, back in November, he stabbed a roommate and they said it flew underneath the radar because Lee made international radar and the person he stabbed couldn't identify him until you saw him on stage with Dave Chappelle. Hmm. <laughs> so he's getting charged with that now for the attempted murder of stabbing his roommate. And now he attacked Dave Chappelle as well. So a lot of things was crumbling for this young man. And <laughs> as it should be. Uh, but any thoughts on that? I'm not understanding like how you made it a you problem. Like just because you're bi, I get it. But it's like, how is this your problem? Like who are you fighting for? Yeah. Like who are you fighting? And, and and to be completely honest, like I definitely believe, don't get it fucked up. Yeah, that political shit that I was talking earlier, it still stands, but I do believe in freedom of speech as long as you're not saying that you're gonna kill, murder, and harm somebody. Yeah. And I don't believe that in any of Dave Chappelle's specials, he said that death to all trans and yeah. bi and gay people. So for him to say, oh, I identify as bisexual and I want to kill Dave Chappelle and stab him up. Doesn't add up. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. Make any logical it doesn't make logical sense to me. It doesn't add up. Why are you so, so fucking angry? So while you miss, essentially I brought down to Amir that uh, the gentleman that, that ran up on Dave Chappelle, uh -huh. uh, he was charged for attempted murder for a previous case that the police couldn't solve because uh, the person couldn't identify the gentleman mm -hmm. until after he saw him on TV attacking Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. And that's when he recognized him as a person. That's, he was a roommate and he got stabbed by that gentleman. Thoughts. <laughs> and he basically attacked Dave Chappelle. He's, he came out as bisexual and said that Dave Chappelle should have ran triggered. after some. It, he was triggered essentially. You know he was trending this weekend because he went to the. He went to John Mulaney's yeah. concert and John Mulaney is getting heat for allowing Dave Chappelle on his. Who the fuck is John Mulaney? He's John another. He's a white standup. He's yeah. more like Paul here. You probably see him if you look at him. John Ma Yeah, I don't know names. He's super I know faces. John Mulaney. No, I never seen You don't know him? Oh, yeah. He's pretty He funny. does a lot of like voice acting and stand-ups as well. So yeah. And he said Dave Chappelle is his best friend. Dave Chappelle opened up for him. Yeah, so essentially Dave Chappelle opened up at his show over the weekend. Now, John Mulaney is getting hate because he allowed Dave Chappelle to come and open up. Yo, night. what is <laughs> up with this hate culture, bro? Just let... If you don't fuck with the content, don't watch, don't watch it. Don't watch. If it triggers you that much, don't watch it. Like, I'm sorry. If a nigga try to come stab me because I said some shit on Black Entourage, you might fuck around and get shot. Relax. Might. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. Relax. Pow, pow, nigga. Relax. <laughs> Relax. It's not that serious. If you don't like the content that we're pushing, don't fucking watch it. Like, I don't care who you fucking, I don't care what your ideology is, who you identify as, but your emotions should never get to the point where you feel like you should attack somebody. Yeah. That's just being an average human being. Like, yes. you haven't done the work of being a human. And as a comedian, a lot of people miss that their job is to make you laugh no matter your sex, your race, your occupation. Yes. You pay to go to laugh, and they're going to make you laugh, yes. whether it's at your expense. If you expense, don't think it's funny, get up and walk out. Whether it's at your expense or some other person's expense in the audience, yes. that's what you pay for. You pay for. If, you're not, if you don't like it, uh, we talked about it last week, too, when the shit broke, uh, when... Um, uh, Akash, right? I think it was his last. Akash is Sin, whatever his yeah. name is. When he says he goes around the audience and if he tells them if he didn't want to get joked on, give him a symbol. Give him a, signal, give him like, a sign. He's like, all right, I'll go to the next person. Yeah. And it sucks that comedy has to get to this point where you're supposed to go there to laugh and not take offense to the, the crazy shit going on in the world. If you take offense going to a comedy club, then... You gotta look yourself in the mirror. And I think they're doing it on purpose because there's a lot of people who are addicted to drama and they're addicted to hate and they're addicted to, you know, causing a scene out of nothing. Yeah. So there are people who are now going to comedy shows just to be angry. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and that's what that guy did. You saw his comedy special. Mm -hmm. You know how he feels about... I mean, I don't even know how Deja feels. I feel like he likes trans people. So like he I, likes don't, I don't understand the fucking problem. But at the end of the day, like, you went there specifically to be angry, and you heard him say something that made you get out of your seat and storm the stage, knowing this nigga got security, yeah. knowing that you was going to jail, yeah. but you didn't... It didn't factor it, into it your... It didn't factor into your Because you were so angry at him making jokes about your Yo, community bro, that, that you're part and of. And it's not even his community, to be completely yeah, honest. Cause cause he's, he's he claims bisexual, bisexual, but that's part of the LBG. I mean, I guess they're all gay at the end of the day, but... That's one of the alphabets. It's one of the alphabets. And it's fine. Boys. It's our... <laughs> I think he overreacted and he should go to jail for a long time since he Facts. got that attempted charge happening too. Because he could he could have he could have shaked Dave. He could have killed Dave Chappelle. We don't know, but Alphabet. he had it on him. Alphabet boys are also an FBI, DEA, CIA. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And they're part of the alphabet too, so everybody fucking relax. Relax. Uh, Biden administration wants crypto exchange to separate customer and corporate funds. Uh, this is in response to something we talked about last week with Coinbase. Uh, when they came out and said that uh, if they go bankrupt, that they possibly has a chance that they're going to keep uh, their customers' money as part as the corporate funds. Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, excuse me, heard that and said, absolutely not. You guys need to separate customer from corporate funds. What do you think about that? And I'll go to uh, Jamal first since this is your section right here. I'll let you get the final word on that. Um, I agree with it. Like, you can't just get over on it trying to bankrupt and then take people's funds. Take, take people's funds. Yeah. You're not gonna get to cover over your debts. To cover your debts. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense, bro. Yeah. No, like, I, I, I agree. You're not protected with that shit. Yeah. Well, anyways, there's a funny thing that happened last week. I don't know if you guys know about it, but if you do, UST um, and Luna, Terra Luna, they are a cryptocurrency exchange who literally leveraged 36 Bitcoin um, against uh, their particular exchange. And 
you know, they tried to do a backdoor deal, and the backdoor deal fell through, and it ended up unpegging uh, UST, which is the stablecoin for Luna. Okay. And so when the stablecoin unpegged, it dropped down to like 18 cents on the US dollar, mm-hmm. and then people just started selling, 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 selling. So US, I mean, Luna literally went from $80 to now, I bought it for like zero, 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 one something, and that happened within a day. Yeah. And so without these commingling that people are doing like he felt like he was safe enough to make a bet on the Bitcoin reserves that he had he made the bet Bitcoin dropped and that means that whatever he ended up lending out to somebody else that price dropped as well and so that literally caused like I don't even know how many holders they have but it caused a significant amount of people to lose millions and millions and millions of dollars I know people who, I don't know them personally, but I follow certain people in the crypto community that lost millions because they thought that Luna was a good project, and it is, but the founder of Luna literally did some backdoor bullshit. They said it was a hack, but I definitely believe that it was intentional. Yeah. Um, and Pull rug. It was a rug pull. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, it wasn't a rug pull because their foundation, their blockchain is amazing, but it's like they did something with UST, and they did something with the Bitcoin reserve that they had to where they could no longer save themselves when people noticed what was going on and started pulling money out. Gotcha. They didn't have enough liquidity. Gotcha. And so with that being said, you're literally commingling customer funds with your own funds. You thought that you can use everybody's money to do a certain thing and that ended up fucking everybody over. Yeah. Somebody popped up at his fucking house and nobody was there but his wife and that nigga got arrested because he was like, where the fuck is my $12 million, nigga? So that's a dangerous game to play. I definitely think that the government should be involved in cryptocurrency because people are getting fucked. Yes. Left and right. People are putting their life savings in there and this crash, yes, it's just like the stock market, so eventually this shit shouldn't go back up, but this crash has took tr- literally trillions of dollars out of the market for cryptocurrency. But also, cryptocurrency is a cycle. We all know it's a four-year cycle. So cryptocurrency, why does it fall? Why does it fall? But as far as like UST and Luna, that was something that he did on his own, and that should be he should be held accountable for it. So overall, what do you think about about uh, President Biden saying that these exchanges have to separate these funds? I think it just makes cryptocurrency safer for people to use, and it'll be more accepted um, through the masses, and it's going to make me more money because I'm in it already. So whatever increases public trust, um, I'm all for. Now I, it's still a decentralized. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, economy, but at the end of the day, these exchanges that are centralized, that's the difference. Robinhood centralized, Coinbase centralized, Binance centralized, they have certain things that they have to abide by yeah. um, because they're an exchange and they're holding your coins. If you if you put it in a cold wallet, then that's a whole other story. But if you are literally saying, I'm going to be responsible for your coins, I'm holding them for you, you can trust me then you should be held accountable Essentially, if anything happens yeah. to the coins. Essentially, these exchange, exchanges are trying to operate like a bank. A board. bank. Whereas, like, if you leave them here, then we're going to use this for other shit that we need. But when you need your money, guess what? We'll have it, we'll here. Have it here. But based on what Coinbase said, they said, we don't know. We might not give it to you. We might well. And that's and, a fact. <laughs> because they own the coins, so they're going to they're gonna and, leverage and, your and money. And they said, we don't know. Yeah. And that's why Biden was like, if we're going to do this, let's do this the right way. Yeah, right. And this is the closest thing to FDIC that we'll get to yeah, we'll get cryptocurrency crypto. for now. Just like Binance. Binance literally, somebody literally uh, cashed in on a bunch of Bitcoin, right? 
and the price of Bitcoin went from like sixty nine thousand because they own so much Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. They went from sixty nine thousand to eight thousand nine hundred per coin. Yeah, because that person took out so much money that they, they couldn't compensate. And so anybody who had buy orders all the way down to a certain price, they had an instant payday because the hack. I mean, not the hack, but the the anomaly only happened for like five minutes. Yeah. But if, if you, you had an order you in it. at ten thousand and it jumped back up to sixty thousand, you, you just money. made fifty six thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about timing with some shit. That's the problem. Yeah. And they're trying to make it more, they're trying to make the entry more acceptable for a lot of users. Absolutely. To make it more mainstream. Yeah. Uh, As it should be. So, with that, I'm actually going to post your YouTube page, Two Crypto News. Congrats on a thousand followers, my G. I appreciate it. And a thousand more is going to come to you Mm -hmm. and what you're building over there. So, make sure you guys go ahead and follow him for your crypto news. Over there at two crypto news. Uh, next up, some more Atlanta news. Buckhead Shore is coming to a TV near you for the producers mm-hmm. of Jersey Shore. I don't know where they see an ocean anywhere, but <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. They should rename it like Savannah Shore or something, or mountains like, like Georgia oh, Mountain, Georgia Forest. It'll probably be yeah. better than Buckhead. What do you guys have to say about that? I mean, obviously won't be here too long. There's not much to say here, but... I think they're trying to, like, redo, like, Real Housewives or whatever. Well, like, they already have they, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, wh- where are you going to find some Jersey Shore-ass niggas in Atlanta? Like, you're not going to find that. You no. might find it. Where, who's... Who? You might find... In Atlanta? It will I have mean, to be might, people in that area. Not, it might not be Italians. It might just be people from Buckhead. Yeah, it's gonna be people in that area who bar yeah, crawl like every fucking weekend. Why not? I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. I, I don't know it's how they're. Lit. I don't know how they're really gonna pull this off. I feel like episode one niggas was getting robbed. Oh, like as God. soon as they pull up. T- Alright, be on Edgewood, <laughs> drunk as fuck, trying to get Yo, into my no. I do not see, I see episode one, niggas getting robbed. Yeah. I'm like, 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 woo, party! They're gonna come back, their car's broken into, their apartment's broken into, they're not gonna know what the it's fuck is that is. So, I don't know, something to look out for, I just thought that would be funny. There is no, we don't have a boardwalk, we don't have... Only thing we have is like bar crawls in that buckhead area, bar but it's gonna be lit though. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, they're gonna get into some trouble depending yes, on the are. social circles that they. Trouble is in. there for them. Trouble percent. A hundred percent trouble is waiting for them. Trouble, homeless, <laughs> homelessness, robbery, uh, you're, you're uh, assault. Get, yeah. Something is happening yeah. on that show where it's not going to be yeah. great for them. I don't think it's going to be a success. Time. I definitely think that Real Housewives had a platform here because we have a bunch of baller ass niggas that have a bunch of baller ass wives yeah. that's doing the housewife shit, creating their own brands. But the Jersey Shore has like a specific brand mm-hmm. um, that I don't think that Atlanta culture is involved in now. There's there's a part of it. We don't have that, that Guido that, brand, yeah, that I mean, Italian. But maybe we do. Maybe it's just like white America. Like maybe it's just like prissy ass, bougie ass, buckhead bitches. And maybe it's like yeah. I don't think black people are going to be involved. We'll see. We'll see. I'm here for it. I want to see the chaos that is going to erupt from that. I'm going to apply this I don't see more. I I don't see more than one season out of this after niggas get robbed. I don't see more than one season because I don't think it's going to be interesting enough. Yeah, it's not going to be interesting enough. This isn't the Jersey Shore. They don't have a lot of shit Mm -hmm. there to kind of suffice for what they try to portray on that show. 
Uh, next up, Cardi B shared why she shares her political views on her interview with David Letterman. And uh, here is a quote that I have from her from the interview. Uh, she says, I really don't uh, don't really put a lot of political things in my music, but I use the fuck out of my platform. And I have used my platform even when I was a dancer because you might think that people are not looking, but they are. Uh, Cardi B has has sit-downs with both Sanders and President Biden in the past few years. And Letterman said it. It's important that her fans hear from somebody they admire and respect and added that he appreciates her offering takes on current contra uh, controversial topics order to break the complex subjects down for the Barty gang. And then Cardi says, I mean, I'm a hood chick and I'm from the Bronx. BX, that's home. Uh, a lot of people relate to me and, and, my fo and follow me because they want to see how I'm dressed. They want to see my lifestyle. I feel like I have a responsibility to also share to them like, hey, while you're there, are you checking out my outfit and checking my music? Check out what's going on over here in this part of the world. So that is what we got from Cardi in regards to that. Uh, basically the meaning of having a platform and what it means when you have millions of people looking towards you. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys have to say about that? We don't have that big of a platform as of yet, but we're kind of growing in that same direction. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys have to say about her and her statement with that and what we possibly do here? I mean, I think she explained it perfectly. Like people want to, people want to know what I do. <laughs> yeah, right? that's what I do. That's what I think they can talk up. <laughs> Go ahead. People want to know what I do. So, whether it's fashion, me dating my whatever, mm -hmm. or fucking my political views, like, I'm going to share everything. Like, there's no... As it should be, though. Yeah. As it no, should be. I'm going to share everything. If you have that type of a platform, you should share your thoughts on certain critical issues because you have enough say to kind of maybe sway someone who's not going to vote to go out and vote. Yeah, and I feel like it's also your social responsibility. Like, we're not just here. Like, I do believe that hum the human species is here to, like, live the best life and have as much fun as possible. We're not here for a long time, just a good time. Just a good time, but I also feel like our responsibility is to also push culture forward. Like, I'm still trying to figure out where my lane is on this earth because I have fun. You know, I'm a father. I take care of my family, etc. no matter how hard it is. But I feel like there's something more that I can provide. And she hit that aha moment like, okay, I'm fucking Cardi B. Yep. And because I'm Cardi B, there are certain things that I'm interested in that my fans may not even be aware about. And since I'm aware about it, I'm going to make them cognizant of it. And I, I commend her for that shit because I'm doing it on a daily basis. Like everything I do on social media is motivation, how to get money, nigga, look how hard I work. If I can work this hard, you can too. Yes. And a lot of the people who follow me, like I'm starting to get people who reach out to me like, you know, what do you think about this? Can you get do a video about this, do a video about this? And it's only because they understand that you're working that hard and they admire that. And so because you are an influence to them, they want to see your viewpoints about certain shit because they trust you. Yes. And and, and it's, it's a weird amount of trust because they don't even know who the fuck you are. It's your circle. They feel That's what happens when you're online and you're that personality. Right. You, you're yes. building a community. Like Entourage is building right. a community. Two right. Crypto News is building a community right. of right. like-minded individuals, individuals. Right. who essentially right. are all like-minded in what 
you're bringing out in the right. world. So like for you, two two crypto news, you guys are bringing out financial responsibility Literacy. in this new market that's right. out here. Right. We're bringing out black entourage, which is news that can affect the average person, news that can affect mm -hmm. the black person. It doesn't matter your race here, right. but it's just things that can affect your daily operations yes. and your daily movements is things that we bring out to the forefront. So we're building community of like-minded people mm -hmm. That will all see the same vision, the same culture. Yes. Like, yo, this goes this way, then this goes that way. Yes. So I completely understand. Once you have a platform, you do have a responsibility. And I respect her because she's still Cardi B. She's like, still, she has a whole Playboy line. Like, she still she's, keeps she's it so hood. And she's a multi-millionaire from the Bronx, and I love her for that. But she shit. said, "Don't get it fucked up." I'm smart. I made bad grades in school. I was watching this shit today. I made bad grades in school. I used to sneak out the house, etc. School grades so, don't mean shit. And, 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 and it doesn't, even though I had a nice little GPA. Me too. It doesn't. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I do feel like it's everyone's social responsibility. If God blesses you or the higher power, whatever the fuck you want to describe it as, if they bless you with the platform, it's your responsibility. And the reason why you have it is because... The universe sees something in you that what you happened? can use to push culture forward. Does that make any sense? Maybe I'm tripping. No, you're good. But you're given that platform specifically to make something out of it. And there are some people like Donald Trump that spread hate. Whoa. And there are some people like, you know, Cardi B who is like, I have this platform. I'll beat a bitch up. I'm going to punch her in the face. I'm going to shake this ass. But it's I got some wet ass pussy. But guess what? Whoa. I'm going to go vote in November. Yeah. Even though I got wet pussy. Whoa. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass and pussy. Because the pussy's I have nothing to say. Nothing right in the head. Yeah, it killed it. It's essentially what we want. If you have a platform, your platform is to build and push the good narrative and expect yes. people to fulfill some of their civil duties, whether it's vote, stand up for hate over here, march over here. You have a platform. And you have to use it. You never know who's watching. Or Barack Obama listens to Jay Z. You never fucking know. You're right. You never know. You never know who's listening. You never know who's listening. Don't get me impeached. Uh, final two topics that we'll get out of here. We said an hour and a half, and here we are in it's two done. hours. It's done. We're done. Right? <laughs> here we are in two hours with the final two topics. What the fuck? <laughs> are we done? Oh, it's the chat. The chat. Chat comes in. They, clutch. they did add that question in there that added like a whole other like 30 minutes in that bitch in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys are followed. Here's our shameless plug again at the end game of this podcast. Make sure you guys follow it means follow, a lot. Follow, follow. Uh, we do streams throughout uh, games throughout the week, and then when we don't stream throughout the week, we're busy. Let's catch you on Sunday. So <laughs> make sure you guys hit that follow button. Now, last two topics, and we'll get out of here. Uh, Nipsey Hustles Estate announces the opening of the Marathon Cannabis Store, and they drop a 30-minute documentary to show how the strain was made. Uh, I actually posted this documentary to you guys over the weekend when I watched it, and it basically shows the beginning from Nipsey Hussle. have like video of him and everything. Uh, him actually going, uh, talking about getting a strain, specifically the smoke and growing it, and then finding a supplier who's going to be able to grow that strain mm -hmm. and then growing the business with that specific supplier to make just a marathon OG. And now they're opening up their first legal cannabis store. Mm -hmm. The marathon continues for Nipsey. Uh, quick thoughts on that. I'm going to say this real quick because I got to pee. But <laughs> um, I, I'm 
very interested to see what type of strain he was thinking about as far as like the attributes that the strain has to like affect your. Oh, they had Snoop on that dock and everything. He was like getting letting rappers like try before try it. it like blow up, and Snoop yeah. was like, "I'll tell you in about twenty minutes." Yeah. And he was like, "Dog, this is the most high grade type yeah. shit." So because I definitely believe that there are certain attributes to weed. Like I, if, me personally, I respect Lucy Hustle as a person that motivates me in my everyday life. Like I've I've been listening to him before he passed, and I've been listening to him even more now that he has passed. Yeah, and he has a lot of um um uh, of advice. Like even in that one song, rap niggas, he was like, "I'll stop smoking, then I relapse, nigga." Like he literally will tell you the key to success. Niggas. But the weed that he was probably creating, in my opinion, if I was Dipsy Hustle creating weed, is the type of weed that. You know, it puts you on that frequency, but it doesn't put the lazy bone in you. Yeah. And it doesn't have any drowsy effects. It's literally just creativity, euphoria. Like, I can smoke this shit all day mm-hmm. and and not be affected negatively. And that's the type of strain that I would create if I was to create a strain. And, and kudos to him and his entourage because the marathon continues. The marathon like, literally he had continues. A and I know that he, if, if I know anything about people like him, he writes. Yes. And he has a lot of different things in his notebooks, just like I do, um, to where if I passed away, the marathon would still continue because the information would be there. My vision is there. And his people are making sure that his vision comes to fruition. So um, I appreciate, you know, his shorty, Lauren, and, you know, his team. His brother. His brother. Sam. Everybody is there to make sure that the marathon continues because his vision for LA is astronomical. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm proud that they actually continued on with the brand. So I can't wait to smoke his weed. Jamal? I'm not a weed smoker, so. So you don't really care about that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, like he said, the marathon continues. It's good to see that his, his brand is still alive, his thought process is still alive. Like, that's what we need. Especially from someone that was so ahead of his time, like he was fucking with Litecoin and all type of shit before oh, shit yeah. was got things. Yeah, he got shit. So yeah. shout out to Nipsey, man. That's all we can do at this point. Like he was so above it, ahead of his time that it's good to see that his his legacy is literally living on. Yeah, and it's gonna stay here for a while. 10, 20, 30, 40. It may be infinite. It's a strain. Like, it's not going to die. It's a plant. True. I feel like everything Kendrick said in the Heartbeat Part 5 was just... Legit? It was legit. It's in heaven. Yeah, it's in heaven. Yep. Yep. And uh, completely completely agree. Uh, Definitely feel like uh, that Nipsey was ahead of his time. Uh, Him fulfilling... Everything he wanted to do and making sure his family was straight, the legacies are straight, the marathon literally continues. It continues, bro. I mean, even listening to his music, he was that, like a ju- thousand, I mean, a million dollar policy, but when his flesh leaves, I was like, yeah. damn, I'm not that. And that enough. speaks to those niggas not having life insurance for themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you have life insurance? Through the company I work for, but that Fuck shit that. is Fuck that. I do it for my company too, but I got my own policy. I, I, my pay, own I pay policy. $150 a month for my own policy outside of my job. I'm on my third kid. I need to get my shit. I'm trying to make sure, like, if I die early, my parents are going to worry about nothing. Like, yo, that funeral is going to be paid for. Y'all going to have some extra money coming from me. Like, 
y'all good. Like, don't worry. Like, and that's how that's it how should does it be. And that's how it should be. Uh, last topic for today. Uh, Cornell West has an opt-in on Donald Trump. And here's a quick uh, uh, excerpt from it. Uh, and he says, Trump is not nope, out there with a gun, but he is leading a campaign continuum of Malcolm X called a war against black and colored people. He's doing it without the electoral political system. He is not killing folks, uh, but he bears responsibility in the terms of the context. Have no doubt he still is a dominant figure. West wrote thoughts. He's right. Um, yeah, I feel like he gave that mistaken, like, American pushed under forgotten crowd a voice. A yeah. voice. A voice. He and, blew, uh, he blew the fucking flames and, and like, he blew the embers and created flames again. Like, there were a lot of people who were underground who were still with the shit. Um, and they still had their rhetoric and their ideology about the political system, the new system, and different races and cultures. But I believe that because his platform and his base were so anti this and anti that, yeah. he literally campaigned on the fact that, you know, these people are evil, they're rapists. What more do you have to lose? What was that Meek Mill song where he had this whole monologue? He was like, your, your children are uneducated. You're impoverished. You're not making the money. What, what else? What, what else, else do you, you have? have to lose? Yeah. Yeah. And then Meek Mill came in there going crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, that's what he campaigned on. And at first it worked. It, it worked for the first term. Um, but the second term, he campaigned on the same shit. That build back, I mean, that diamond plan. That nigga didn't have a diamond plan until he needed to be reelected. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of black <laughs> people voted for him originally because, you know... And look at the name of that. Diamond Club. fuck do you think <laughs> you are, nigga? That's, that's, that's disrespectful. Crazy. But you, you wanted to make shit seem sweet, and at the end of the day, like, not even your people was fucking with the rhetoric. Like, your fan base stayed. Your, 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 your niche... Yeah, they, they voted held, they for held, you. They held, they but the second down. term, no. you wasn't you wasn't building off hate no more because we saw what you did with the pandemic. We saw what you did with uh, the George Floyd shit. We saw we saw your we, character. We asked at that you point. specific questions, but let's not act to like, see what you would answer. Let's let's not act like he didn't get over seven hundred million votes. Yeah, like he definitely did. It's just it wasn't enough. He angered more people than he solidified. Yeah, absolutely. Which it is, was the it was the most people that's ever voted. voted. In so American he has history. a stronghold. Yeah. So people fuck with him, but people have a people um, are more pissed ad, off ad, at ad, him. Ad, adverse reaction yeah. to him, and that's and that's why a lot of people voted. They was like, you know what? I, Seventy million. Damn. If 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 I don't vote, yeah. So there were people who was like. The election was rigged. That I'm going to vote, and those people that was like, "There, I'll be damned if I see another four years of Donald Trump." You see what I'm saying? So I, I definitely think that he's right. I definitely don't want to see another Donald Trump. I definitely wish that he makes his own party, um, so that we can go ahead on and get this shit moving. Because there's a lot of different countries who are moving in the direction that we should be moving in, and there's this false narrative that America is the front runners of this you know, idealistic society mm-hmm. when really I can name about three or four other countries that are doing it way better than we are. So, get y'all shit together, America. This is not the best place to live. If you're from Whoa. another country, 
Uh, I'm never going to relinquish my citizenship, but... I, I, I will say be careful where it's not the best place to live, because there's other people who will die to leave their the, places. To but but what I'm cautioning them people is to probably go somewhere where healthcare is paid for and other things. Like, yeah, people might want to be American, but as an American, I might want to be something else. Just saying. I agree with that. Just saying. As an American, this I may wanna, be better. I want to save up two hundred thousand dollars and go yeah. to another country and live there for the rest of my life and not have to deal with this bullshit. Exactly. So <laughs> there are options. But there's also people who's on the other side. Is like anywhere you know America is, is better than no, what I'm doing. I had a um, I had a roommate in college. His Heru. He he was white. Hey, oh, yeah, I remember him. He was white. And his, uh, his, his mom, mom those his mom was just, I remember yeah. him. I remember him. You remember he rolled up, nigga? He stayed with hey, Danny. Danny Haley. Yeah, he, the one that dated Jordan. He was Asian. He was like the. He was like calm and like. He shy. was very quiet. Yeah, he Never was super quiet. You, you met him. You was over there with Danny. You was over you, there. Dan Haley and I remember them. And the other guy that lived. He was the him. other guy. He was, know, like, he, he was so quiet. He was so no, quiet. It was three. It was three <laughs> It was a four-bedroom apartment. It was, it was three. But, any, but anyways, I was talking to Daniel and Haley because Daniel and Haley, they literally got money from their parents every month for groceries. They paid for their shit. So I remember everything all. came. We bought beer. We wasn't even twenty-one yet. It was crazy. And so I was talking to them about the black plight. We don't know the last name. So oh, this is why I was talking. I was talking to him about my experience as a black American. Five minutes ago. And, and to him, to, to him, he was just like, every American is fed with a golden spoon. And I'm like, nigga, I don't know what Americans you talking about, but you may think because you're from a certain country that I've had a golden spoon, but here in America, my spoon, my spoon was silver. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't bronze. But you're basically saying that if you are Respect American, it. you have a golden spoon in your mouth. Compared to where case. they're coming from. Compared to where they're coming from, I get they it. They think it's all sweet. But he was coming up to me like I was a Daniel and Haley, and I wasn't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? All sweet. And so it's he, big difference. He, he apologized after a while because I went clean the fuck off on this nigga. Whoa. Because you're not going to talk about my plight in front of two Caucasians that's literally getting everything handed yeah. to them, which is their luxury I'm not hating. But he basically was like, you grew up with a gold spoon in your mouth all because his spoon looked different than my spoon. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, was, it was weird. It was a bad experience, but he apologized. Sure. I, I kicked almost, him in the... Nigga, I almost went off him in the dick. But I had to understand that he's not American and he doesn't understand... It was different. Twister! The environment here. Yeah. He thinks yeah. that my silver spoon is gold, which I understand why he thinks that. Culturally, it is. It is. I get it. It is something we created. But just because we're culturally, we late, created that. Our spoon was made out of bronze. It really was. Like let's not fucking pretend. We worked up from we the bottom. We are popular because of the culture that, yes. we, created. that we create. We create. And the because we're on the place. outside of it, because you're a weirdo that just wants to spin fucking lights. Oh my god, he's so cool. I don't fuck that nigga. I don't remember him. You don't remember him, <laughs> but you remember that nigga doing the spinning. No, no you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's all I remember from that nigga. Doing I don't. Like, I don't remember that. Came back, Amir. Look. And then I'll just, he'll just be doing this thing be, we, we will just smoke and then he'll get the little sock things and then he'll start spinning that shit. That so and then cool. Dan will fucking play whatever war game he was playing and get one shot scopes on everybody. My freshman, my, That's my all roommates, roommates were fucking lit. They That's introduced all me to Molly. Yeah, they introduced me to LSD. 
You remember him from shooting everybody. I, 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 I definitely remember David shooting, and then some weird ass person. He was aware of one just spinning, spinning, just and, fucking spinning. And then they'd be like, "How's the show?" Like I'll be hot as fuck. They'll walk up to me, and he would have such a blank face, and he'll just be staring me in my face. <laughs> And, and it was mesmerizing. I'm not gonna lie. Like I always wonder what he's doing. Those but... were the uh, the hot box of the closet days. Yes, but you know something about him? <laughs> he had an obsession with drawing dicks. Like you know that one person oh, on Superbad oh, or whatever that shit is. What you gonna call it? That's fucking Superbad. It was his art. He was a. He was a great artist. That part of Superbad. He was like, I just want to draw your dicks. That's what I Baby dicks. Big dicks, muscular dicks. Uh, he would literally be like, how do you like my art? And every art piece had a dick. And I'm like, okay, that's a dick, that's a dick. That's... And don't get it twisted. His art was amazing. Like, I, I wasn't repulsed by it or anything. But the simple fact that every, his characters were like characters. Like, they wasn't human-like. But they all had a dick. Whether it was flaccid or erect, they had yeah. a fucking dick. And I'm like, this nigga's weird. He's a weirdo. But I liked him because he was weird. Yeah. That's weird. Fair enough. Fuck. Fair enough. Away from. It was a super. <laughs> it was a. It was crazy because now that I think about it, I, they were all weird as fuck in there. All of them. All three of them was weird as fuck in that apartment. Get away. I like them. They were. Oh funny. God, we're gonna wrap things up right we here, have guys. To. Thank you so much for stopping Talking by. Talking about dicks and shit. Uh, if you are shit. new, make sure you hit that follow button. Uh, we are live every Sunday at about 7.45, 8 o'clock. If we're you 8.30ish, depends but on what's going on. 8 o'clock, we're here. Make sure you follow. You'll get the notification, all right? Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're there actively a lot the most. Share. And we do our games throughout the week. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. Only we'll fans. We'll We'll see you guys next week. Much love. Peace. Peace.